Fed up with the fact checkers constantly labeling all of your posts as misinformation, missing context, or just straight up false when you know for a fact that it's not? Well, come check me out. I'm Justin over at the Fact Check This Podcast. I cover all of the shit that the fact checkers get wrong, plus general topics of the day and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. So come check it out. Fact Check This Podcast. You won't be disappointed. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the first live stream of 2022. Oh, beautiful bell breakers! You believe it's here already? I'm excited for 2022. Are you? I am. You I, think? I just got, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, all right, 2019 sucked. You know, <laughs> 2020 kind of blew. 2019 was like precursor to sucked. Yeah. And then 2020 like got so much worse so yeah. quickly. And then we're like, oh, 2021 can't top 2020. Uh, actually, I think I called 2021 sucking. I, you did. You yeah. did. That's yeah. right. You're like, I think actually 2021 is going to be worse that yeah. we haven't even seen anything. And I was like, shut your damn mouth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were right. Yes. Yes. But, uh, but I'm calling it now. 2022 is going to be a good one. You, okay. As accurate as you were last year uh, yeah. predicting that 2021 was going to suck. It's really hard saying 2022. It's just I know it doesn't I, roll off, roll off the tongue. I know my, my my sister sent me something and she goes, you know that's actually 2020 the sequel. Oh God, <laughs> shut up. What is she? Does she listen to this? Yes. Okay. So so if I tell her to shut up, <laughs> shut your damn mouth right now. <laughs> she she will get the message. Hopefully your prediction is more accurate than hers. But I have heard that that yeah it's it's not 2022. It's 2020. Two. It's like, yeah, come right. on, like, come on, just give us something, give us something here, give yes. us a little ounce, a shred of hope that this year could possibly be the one that puts us yeah. back on track, yeah, or right. gets us at least pointing in the right direction, right, right. Because right now, we're as of, I don't know, the end of last year, uh, middle of all last year, we were not pointing in the right direction. For the no. last two years, no. we've been pointing so far off course to yes. where we should be as. We were like individuals, the, the, the lone polar bear on the little floating piece of ice <laughs> as it went to England. Wow. <laughs> Never thought I that was an analogy that I would have to think about, but all right. So 2022 yes. is January 3rd right now. Yes. I had to look and make sure. It is January 3rd right now it is. as we are recording this. Yes. In the future, obviously, it will not be that date. <laughs> so don't be like, these guys... They're misinformation. This is not January 3rd. It's January 8th. So right now, currently, it's January 3rd. As we sit here live, breathing. Breathing, as as we do generally. Generally. Do you got any 
Let's let's just start this off. Do you got any no. New Year's resolutions? Did you come up with any? Are you a yeah. New Year's resolution? I, I am. I am. I always look at the the New Year like you know, like okay, you know, it's time to to do this and and do that and and you know, kind of get this on track. And so yeah, I I have some resolu- revolution resolutions. Maybe a revolution. Revolution. We'll is, see. Is we'll a see. revolution your resolution? Yes, that is. It is. <laughs> that is exactly. your my number one resolution is a revolution. Yes. Perfect. Yes. I like it. Yes. It should be a rap song or something. Um. <laughs> Do you, do you care to share? Yeah, no, I'll share. I have no problem with that. Right, so, um, so I, I, you know, last year I was in the gym pretty heavy. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping this year to kick it up a couple notches. I'm going to try to cut, and and you know, I want to try to drop maybe thirty. Okay. Um, gonna. I talked last year about you know when I once I was done with school, I wanted to learn guitar, and so I'm going to make that a reality and focus on learning awesome. guitar. Um, also, um, well, I've been in talks with with this guy that we work for to buy the business right and so that's going to come to a resolution this year one way or another one way or another <laughs> it's either going to happen or it's not yes. going to happen yeah. you're going to make your final there, there, yes is that your final answer exactly that's, yeah it's, we so, got to get regis in here to be like yes is that your final answer so one way or another yes there will be big changes this year okay so, i yes. like it yeah what i'm not you? i'm not typically like one that's like, hey, this is my New Year's resolution because you, I mean, it's so cliche and they're yeah. always broken. But I, I do like going into a new year kind of a clean with some goals, plate, some yeah. goals in mind. Yeah. Um, my biggest one involves like health and finances. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm like super unhealthy. Well, not that I'm like super unhealthy. I don't think. Yeah. I think I'm healthier than a lot of people. I, I think so. Yeah. But I eat like crap a lot of times. I drink a lot of caffeine and i drink i probably drink three to four cups of coffee and two monsters a day and that's pretty unhealthy that's a lot so i decided for financial and health reasons i'm gonna cut some back on some of that shit i was i had quit vaping like i smoke a pipe on here but i had quit vaping i used to vape a lot and i had quit for probably a year and a half and then all of a sudden for some reason i just got this urge to start again Mm -hmm. and i started doing that again and I was doing, it's not like smoking a pipe that you do it every now and then you can sit there and vape all day long. And I, yeah. I do, I, I sit there and vape all day long if I want to, because yeah. it's just the, I don't know, the oral fixation, I sure. guess. Um, Have so out of Jolly Ranchers. Well, I, <laughs> well, the thing is they, they say like, if you quit smoking, you start eating more no, because okay. of that oral fixation right. or something, or they tell you to chew gum and yeah. stuff. Um, so I I was really starting to feel the effects of that. Like my chest felt heavier. It wasn't like I was like getting a smoker's cough or anything. I I just didn't like how it was making me feel. And so I decided like at the end of last week, I had like a tiny bit of juice left. And I was like, you know, when this juice is gone, I'm just going to be done. Right. Well, I said that about a month ago before Thanksgiving. And then I went to my brother's and he was trying to quit. So he gave me like a whole bag full of all these vape juices. So that extended (laughs) it out a month. And then I ran out of that stuff and, I was like, when this is done, I'm done because it's expensive. It's yeah. like 25 bucks a bottle or yeah. something like that. It gets really expensive. So I was like, you know, for health reasons and financial reasons, I'm going to cut some of this shit out. Yeah. What like if it helps one or both, then great. Because, I mean, if you add up like the uh, eating at gas stations every day, like I'm going to try to start taking my lunch and right. stuff. If you yeah. add that, if you add that up. Oh, yeah. Between the energy drinks, up. the nicotine mm-hmm. the the freaking monsters and stuff like that i i think between the two of us we added up we we're spending like almost 200 dollars a week on nothing basically yeah. so mm-hmm. it's just like man that's like 800 dollars a month i could put be, towards something put else. towards some 
yeah. something better that actually has some kind of yeah. benefit to it besides yeah. making me feel like shit. So yeah, and that's you know m one of my other ones is to I only have one credit card left to pay off. Okay, and then once that's paid off, then that's then, a lot of extra money coming in. Oh yeah, yeah. Not so, having that payment would yeah be amazing. So my my wife and I we've decided you know we get the credit cards paid off. And then we're both going to get a motorcycle. Oh, nice. Yeah. Both of you having your own motorcycle. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. She wants her own. She doesn't trust my driver. No. You're not going to ride bitch <laughs> on the back of her? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. So, so, but to explain the last Mountain Dew here, okay. this is leftover from vacation. I, okay. I got so you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this one and then, and then it's on. I understand. I understand completely. Yes. So I didn't have a monster today at all. Oh, good. So That's awesome. It, it's a big plus. I, yeah. Are I, you feeling it? Um, no, because I drank quite a bit of coffee to replace it. So, but coffee doesn't have all the chemicals that monsters do. That's true. I, I yeah. would drink coffee all day, and I've been drinking water today too, yeah. which I don't drink any water. Yeah. So that, with, that's that makes a big difference. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I cut back. There was a day last week. One day last week, I didn't vape at all or drink a monster until I got home. And man, I I thought I was gonna die. Really. But. Knowing I was on my last tiny bit of vape juice, I kind of weaned myself out because I, I didn't want it to just yeah, just have it done just like that. So throughout this weekend, um, my daughter was like, I thought you were going to stop that. I was like, when this is out, I was like, I did you like, were you nice about it or did you bite her head off? Like, look, no, no. <laughs> so, so today it really wasn't that big a deal because yeah. I kind of backed down a little okay. bit over the last couple of days. So, um, I did want to mention, and I, I, I mean, we don't have, I don't have any specific resolutions for the podcast, but I do want to do more things this year than we have the last couple of years. We've kind of got into this nice little routine. Um, it's still a lot of work, but this nice little routine of where I think we put out an episode, a couple episodes, mm -hmm. make shit work, but I want to do more. I want to get a website up and going. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're going on two years into this right. thing and we don't right. have a freaking website. Yeah. Um, I want to... I don't know, get get some bigger guests on than yeah. we've had, get some new guests on. So if you have ideas for guests that you want to have on, especially if you have contact information for them, right. hit us up. Hit us up in the comments. Hit uh, You can DM yeah. us, do whatever you want. If you want to hear some people talk about some cool shit yeah. on our show, hit us up with some suggestions yeah. because we could use all the help we can get. Yeah. What I want to bump up our, our bonus content because I've been kind of slacking on that. Um, so I want to I want to make that a really special thing for people that contribute to us. We want to give back to you the way we promised to. So I want to hold up my end of the deal, give you bigger and better bonus content. And I want to increase those members, those Patreon members that, that are having access to that so we can do bigger and better things. So I'm just going to go on a, out on a limb here and say whoever signs up at any bonus level I'm going to give you 50% off for the first month, for the month of January, the entire month of January. If you sign up at patreon.com forward slash break the bell, I will give you 50% off. That is not easy to do because of how Patreon works, but I will reach out to you when you sign up and I will Venmo you back 50% of the money that you paid. So, so if you just want to sign up for one month and take, I mean, this is just a little secret that I'm letting you in on. If you just want to sign up for one month for 50% off, then you get a month for 50% off. If you like what you're hearing, you want to keep going, then just keep that subscription. Patreon.com forward slash break the bell. 50% off for the entire month of January. Uh, check it out. Sign up. See if you like it. If you do, hang out and keep supporting us.
Very just nice. Gonna, just going to go out on the limb. All right. And so 2022 is the year of the bill. We're breaking it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we do got to get into this episode. We, we've kind of pushed this a little further than we usually do in our intro. But, I mean, it is 2022. Yeah. We've got some house cleaning. We haven't seen each other in a week yeah. because you disappeared I was down, down to south. Alabama. Yeah. Uh, you came back to this amazing temperature. Right? I went from 80 degrees to I got back last night. It was negative five. <laughs> so it's like a 85 degree yeah. difference in like a matter of what, 12 hours? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, we got comments rolling in. Um, it's nobody. Oh, perfect. It says it's just a link. It's a spam link. Stop spamming our shit. Go find your own shit to spam. No doubt. We're going to get into this intro video. When we come back, we're going to just talk about... Well, where we see 2022 as going, I got to I got to think about that word because 2022, it, it's we, we're, I think we, we need to come up with like a nickname for it. We, we do. If you got a good name for nickname for 2022, hit us up in the comments. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, where we see this going based on some of the crazy, shitty things that we've seen at the end, kind of hit the end of 2021 yeah. at the last minute. Some things rolled in and we're just like. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's happening right now. Yeah. So I'm going to use some of that stuff and kind of maybe we'll make some predictions of where we see this year is going to go. So I like it. got got quite a few things to cover because quite a few stuff has happened in yeah. just the last week. And we haven't seen you in a bit. Yep. So we haven't I talked haven't. news. We haven't we haven't done. We haven't given them their full dose. Yes. So we're going to give them an extra dose. We're going to double down on this episode that is actually titled doubling down in 2022. So, I like it. Let's do it. Let's get into this uh, intro, and when we come back, we're going to talk about 2022. Okay. Here we go. What did you say? You talking to me? What, what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did he say? What did he say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? All right, here we go. Perfect. You ready for this? I'm ready. First, let's talk about the end of 2021. Okay. How 2021 had to go out as shitty as physically possible. Mm, yes. On the last day of 2021, the year and all its horrors decided to go out by taking Betty White from us. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, really? What, 15 days to our 100th right. birthday? Yeah. Uh, one day till 2022. It's yeah. like... Although I've seen a lot of people posting memes where she took 2021 out 
Oh, oh, got yeah, yeah. That she she ganned off that shit. She was the she, sacrifice she was like, for us. You shall not pass. She grabbed that shit and and jumped down the pit. I and, like that better than the theory that she just like, uh, this is so bad. Fuck 2022. I'm yeah. just going out now. Yeah. No, I, I'm going with the other one. Yeah, she ganned off that shit. She ganned so, off that shit. So if if. The rest of 2021 wasn't bad enough. We had to end it out with Betty White dying. Absolutely. And my wife is just talking about, or me and my wife, like when we were Christmas shopping. So a few days before, we we're talking about how Betty White is never going to die. And then like a few mm. days later, Betty White died. It's like, God, I got to stop talking yeah, about Yeah, I was going to say, because this is not the first time this has happened. No, no. no. We, who, who was the other person you guys It was my dog. Oh, shit. I was talking to her about, well, she just brought up one day. She's like, what would you do if Charlie died? And then two days later, she just ceased to exist. Holy So fuck. it's like, we got to stop talking about people's like I hope you guys never talk mortality. about me. <laughs> <laughs> so when, uh, what would you do if Bill ever died? <laughs> No, I, I've decided I'm never going to speak of anybody or anything's mortality ever again because I, I don't want that on my conscience ever. No, no. <laughs> so, some crazy stuff in the news happened at the end besides Betty White dying. Yes. I, I would say that's by far the, <laughs> the worst of it. Yeah, well, I, well, I mean, yeah, because we, we were on like a, we were like talking mm. and our friend was like, you guys know Betty White died? I think I sent it. I was like, or maybe she did. Yeah, I think she did because yeah. b- both you and I were like, what? No. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then I was like, I was just talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so sad. Sadness. But um, some stuff in the news that happened. It seems like, because I'd say uh, 2021 was more the year of COVID restrictions than even 2020 was. Yeah. I mean, it was more the silent Right restrictions. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the in-your-face lockdown. But yeah. It was the. It was the. The oh um you know you can't go here without a mask or oh you you need to wear a mask when you fly or or the vaccine mandates. Yeah, the vaccine the, mandates. Yeah, it was uh, the. It was like the impending doom of mm-hmm. restrictions that was just kind of like out there to like make you get be like oh shit I better get a vaccine. Yeah, and it's like we knew it was coming, but then it actually happened, and we're yeah. just like oh shit. Yeah, and it, it just kind of. Made things difficult enough that I think more and more people were like, oh, yeah. I I guess this thing that I've been fighting against this whole time, I better get on board with this because yeah. um, it's happening. But it seems like, ro- like wrapping up 2021, the final week, it seems like a lot of that COVID agenda that we saw being pushed started to unravel at the seams in yeah. multiple different ways. Yeah, There was like three or four things that happened. It's just like, is this stuff ending? Is yeah. This, is this going? Is this getting exposed? Are 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 things coming to light that they didn't want to come to light? Is this is this going to usher in twenty twenty two in a good way? Right. Yeah. And so some of those things are what I want to talk about on this episode. But before I do, did you see Joe Biden's uh, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? address or whatever no no thankfully i did not well you're going to right now okay well i thought you were gonna surprise me with that yeah it's not a surprise i'm just going to share it with you let me get the screen pulled up because we all got experiences together and i i just want to see what you think about this because well let's watch it first then okay then okay then we'll talk if i can get the screen up here we go this is joe biden's a new year's message from president biden A, a message of hope Here we go. We often hear people described as ordinary Americans. There's nothing ordinary about them. After losing loved ones, jobs, and facing uncertainty, we're persevering. We're recovering. Back to work. Back to school. 
back to joy. That's extraordinary. That's how we made it through this year. Now we'll embrace the next together. Why was he in every picture? What do you think? Bert, <laughs> your your initial thoughts just watching that. That he's um he, he's trying to do what he promised he was gonna do and lead us out of the darkness, right? And he people have been saying lately that yeah, he he's he's losing the COVID fight. Yeah, which is what he promised he was gonna do is, is bring us out of the COVID. And so I think that video was like, hey, you know, I, I'm doing what I said I was going to do. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm bringing us to a better place. Right. And it's not just the shadow of Trump I'm leading us out of. It's, it's the whole COVID thing that we're coming out of and, and things are getting back to normal. Here's my initial thoughts on this whole video. Okay. This is so heavily edited because oh, I don't yeah. think the man can speak a coherent sentence anymore. Right. Those first three were clearly recorded at separate times, mm. maybe even a separate person from like the next three clips, because I, I'll, I'll show you it again and listen to it from this respect. The first three clips, you can barely understand what the man's saying. He mm. just is almost borderline incoherent, just like mush mouth incoherent. And then all of a sudden he's crisp and clear and almost sounds like a different person. Like huh. they, they're like, Okay, this is getting hard for us to understand what he's saying. Or maybe they took clips yeah. of other speeches of his oh, okay. and, and edited yeah. it in because they, it's clearly not the same conversation because it goes from like mushy incoherence to like crisp, clean, uh, typical like politician speech. Okay. So l- let me just play this one more time and listen for that. Is it going to play? Hang on. You often hear people described as ordinary oh, yeah. Americans. There's nothing ordinary about them. After losing loved ones and jobs and facing uncertainty, we're persevering, we're recovering. Right here. Back to work. See how it is. Back to school, back to joy. That's extraordinary. That's how we made it through this year. Now we'll embrace the next together. I can see that. I can see that. I I just don't feel like there's those those phrases back to school, back to work. I mean, those are things he's said many times in speeches previously. So I can see how they would just take those. They would just cut it in or something or or record it at separate times. It's just like most of the time they do end of the year messages. It's like an actual speech from the president, not just like a promo video like this. This is like a heavily edited promo video. And it's it's whatever. I mean, maybe it was just something for like to grab attention but that's just my initial take on it yeah my second take on it was he basically said nothing no no he didn't say anything it's just like yeah this year was bad and our perseverance and we're going back to work and let's do it yeah it's just like what the, what the hell did he yeah. like if you actually listen for substance there's no substance in there yeah. at all and and again i i think he's he's trying to to say hey you know I, I'm I'm bringing us back to normal, mm. you know, and we're they, saying as little as possible, right? Right. Yeah. So we can't turn around and be like, "Hey, Mr. Biden, I thought you said this." Right. So let's say as little as possible, but right. say, "Hey, we're gonna do this." Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we're gonna do it, but how? Right. We're we're gonna do it. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see his State of the Union because when is that? Is that uh, towards the end of January? Yeah, it's usually 
end of yeah. January. So it'll be interesting to see if he actually does a State of the Union because last year he did not do a State of the Union. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember last year he uh, did like a, I don't know what you would call it, but it was like. Um, was it a town hall meeting? It, it was close to a town hall meeting, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, let, let's keep moving forward. I just wanted to play that because inspiring yeah. words from the great president to right? bring in the new year. Well, and but he took a lot of heat for his Christmas message. Remember, his Christmas message was basically like, you're all going to die. Yeah, right, right. This is <laughs> going to be a Christmas. winter of death. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to die. Yeah. So I, I want to start this out talking about how this COVID agenda seems to be kind of unraveling in mm. some people's minds. I mean, you can take this one way or another with what they're saying, but it, it just seems like kind of the screws are coming out of it all. Okay. Because things are changing rapidly. Yeah. And it's almost like they don't want you to notice that things are changing rapidly mm -hmm. and the like the standards are changing. Yeah. They're changing um, the policies and stuff. And, and real quick, I got to say, um, so I was at my dad's last week in Alabama mm -hmm. and my dad is 72 years old. He'll be 73 this year. Right. He watches, um, he typically, he's one of those guys at four o'clock, he turns on the local news, okay. watches the local news, then watches the the national news that comes on after it, and then the local news again. Mm -hmm. The local news down there, they they do all kinds of, of COVID updates all the freaking time. The local news does? Yes, the local wow. news. This many people in Alabama have gotten COVID. This many people in Alabama have died from COVID. This many people in Alabama have have been hospitalized and then they do this little color coded map. And I'm like, cause they have nothing else to talk well, about. I, anymore. I think that's the only thing they feel like actually makes them like, like important is if they're doing like a COVID count. Yeah. But it's no wonder for people are like afraid. Well, that's what they want. They oh, want yeah, you I know that. They but, want you to stay inside. They want you to stay away oh, I know from people. That. I know that, but it's it just, it's annoying to me that local news is also in on, I mean, local news is typically useless, but you know, to to get in on this this thing and capitalize off it, and and just kind of help push that fear agenda, just yeah. kind of really pissed me off. Until the agenda changes, and they're like, "Oh, we got to about face on right. this, and we got to figure out how we're going to say, yeah, that we're changing this without saying we we're wrong to begin with." Yeah. The first one uh, I want to bring up is health experts are recommending retiring the cloth masks in the fight against Omicron. I saw that. Cloth mask. This is Dr. Liana Wen. She's a CNN doctor. Oh, another one. What happened to the other CNN doctor? Uh, this is CNN medical analyst Dr. Lena Wen. She says cloth masks are little, little more than facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. So for the last two, almost two years, they've yeah. been saying. Put something on your face. It doesn't matter what it is. You just got to put. And I mean, we called that bullshit oh, from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. It's like we all know that germs yeah. can pass through T-shirt material. Absolutely. They can pass through uh, even the double layer cloth mask. Um, yeah, talking they, about vaping they, earlier, I saw a demonstration where a guy vaped yeah. and put a cloth mask on and breathed out. And it just like all comes. It shows you how aerosol yeah. transfers out of those yeah. things. Yeah. It, it does nothing. I was going to say they did the spray test with the cloth mask and it was like going like right through it yeah. and stuff so so she she's come out and admitted that they're nothing more than facial decorations which is exactly what they are yeah and there's no place for them in light of omicron because omicron is the one variant that can't get through those face oh, masks. Okay. okay obviously sure sure 
Why so, wouldn't it? Because it is the most transmissible, so it would explain why. As much as we'd like for them to be saying that they're admitting that masks are horseshit because masks indeed are yeah. horseshit. No, she's coming out and doubling down on it saying, we got to be wearing the M95s or above, the triple layer right. like medical masks. The things that they've been telling us, hey, save those for the medical, the medical personnel. personnel. Right. Because remember when this all first started, everybody went out buying that shit. Mm. And then there wasn't enough for the medical personnel. Yeah. They were like having to get donations of yeah. masks. And like, even I, though I felt like, because we had some that we took over there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I thought I was doing a good thing. And the nurse was, I mean, I, I felt like she was like, oh, wow, thanks. Thank, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but now they're, they're about facing on that and saying, hey, you have to wear these. And I'm going to move on with it. I'm going to continue a little bit into this. We're not going to read a bunch of all of these because this could take forever. We don't okay. have all night, unfortunately. So she says cloth cloth masks are a little more in the facial decorations. There's no place for them in light of Omicron. Um, she goes on to say we need to be wearing at least three ply surgical masks. She also said referring to the standard disposable face coverings available at most pharmacies and general goods stores. You can wear a cloth mask on top of that, but do not just wear a cloth mask alone. <laughs> Why would you wear a cloth mask? You say that. You say that. But when I was out Christmas shopping. I saw a guy coming out of TJ Maxx wearing you, a cloth mask, and you could see the blue medical mask underneath it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What is that? I even point out to my 13 year old daughter. I was like, what does he do? What does he think that's doing yeah. for him? I I know they did come out and say double masking and triple masking is oh, yeah. is double the threat, double the pleasure, double the fun. <laughs> right. Um. But she she goes on to to call to nix cloth masks. Uh. And apparently this conflicts with the mask wearing recommendations from the the CDC that they've been saying all along, which is um, have two or more layers of washable, breathable fabric. Mm. That's what the CDC has been saying forever. And now she's counteracting that. Yeah. Says those recommendations were last uh, updated by the CDC on October 25th, about a month before the first case of Omicron was uh, detected in South Africa. When added that ideally you should be wearing a KN95 or an N95 mask, which also is in conflict with the CDC, who still says to this day that masks specifically labeled surgical N95 respirators should be prioritized for healthcare personnel. Right. And that probably makes the most sense out of anything that's ever been said yeah. out of this thing. Because if the medical staff don't have the mask, they can't do their damn job right. properly. Yeah. So <laughs> do you remember the uh, the panic buying of masks mm-hmm. back in 2020 right all statements like this are going to do is the the people that are brainwashed to believe mm-hmm. everything cnn says yeah. they're just going to go out and panic buy this shit oh, yeah. all over again absolutely it's just going to be mass hysteria everybody trying i remember you couldn't even buy fucking gas masks oh yeah yeah when this came out yeah. you're going to buy filters for uh not gas masks but the yeah the, the bug masks yeah like the the uh yeah. What are they called? The insect repellent guys. Mm-hmm. Those kind of masks. You couldn't find those kind of masks at the stores because people were just buying mm-hmm. literally everything. All the filters, yep. everything yeah. they were buying up. Because I have one of those respirators yeah. for crawling in attics. Yeah. And I needed new filters for mine. Couldn't find a damn filter. I I somehow punctured a hole through one of the filters. I think <laughs> it just got thrown in my van or something. Oh, okay. So I had to wrap over the hole with electrical tape just oh, to use shit. this thing for my job. Because people were buying these things. Yeah. Because of COVID nineteen, like, yeah. could you imagine walking to a store and somebody's wearing a bug bug oh, mask? Yeah. Right, right. 
It's yeah. freaking ridiculous. D- don't you have like a Russian gas mask? Or yeah, something you yeah. Said you're like a, a World War One. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Russian gas mask. So see, that's the that's the kind of shit we should be wearing. Not the, <laughs> so. So you think? What What do you think of this? You think people are gonna go? No, for this? I, I absolutely agree with you. I think people are gonna be like, oh shit. We need to we need to get out there because again with the local news that's what they were talking about is cases are up because of Omicron yeah and people are like freaking out about it right and so yes I think they're gonna they're gonna take this they're gonna run with it they're gonna think they need the the extra masks and they're gonna go panic buy yeah and it's because they're brainwashed and they're gonna put the cloth masks over it oh yeah and for de- go- decoration gonna put a gas mask over yeah. all that for face decoration yeah just to see a CNN doctor come out and. Do such a freaking 180 and say, hey, these are nothing more than face decorations. It's just like, yeah. What? So, what have we been doing for the last two years? Yeah, right. So, I'm, we've been wasting our money buying yeah. our kids these masks to lose every day at yeah. school. Yeah. No, for no, face there, decorations. There are some places that, that I remember seeing them saying, you know, like cloth, cloth masks aren't, aren't considered like adequate. Right. Right. So, I, I, but, I've seen that too. Yeah, but this is the first time, yes, the CNN doctors come out and said, hey, this isn't going to cut it. Yeah, especially when the CDC has come out and said, double layer cloth mask, yeah. at least. Right. At least. So yeah. they're not saying, hey, this is going to do exceptional good, but they are saying, hey, yeah. these these will do yeah. at least some kind of work. And she's coming out and saying, nope, not happening. Mm-hmm. The next thing on the list of them kind of unraveling is the new... Um, length of time to quarantine, specifically if you are found, if you're found, if you test positive, but you are um, asymptomatic. Yeah. Like it's been 10 days to 14 days forever. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're, they're cutting that down. Yeah. I saw that. And the reasoning is not science-based at all. Even according to Dr. Fauci, even according to, oh, what's, what's the female's name from the that Walensky chick, oh, I think's yeah. her name. Yep, Rochelle, the CDC director, uh, Rochelle Walensky. Yeah, basically saying that this is just basically a a political move. So this article here says Fauci admits that follow the science is now follow the political science after the CDC rule changes. So it says instead of simply admitting Omicron is a game changer, which may end the pandemic faster than any vaccine. Health officials worldwide have been quietly rolling back COVID policies just enough to keep people vigilant, still get boosted, while seemingly encouraging its rapid spread. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, let me share this. It says, to be clear, after two years of triple masking, social distancing, and shunning unvaxxed family members, we're now officially at get on with your life after five days, even if you got symptoms. Hmm. says, new CDC, CDC quietly re- revised their guidance. Exit after five days of isolation, not only when you're asymptomatic, but also when your symptoms are resolving. Hmm. It's interesting. So this is is a few days ago. I think um, Fauci has come out. This was December 30th, so Thursday. Fauci, I think, has come out and kind of tried to explain it away. Yeah. Didn't he try to, like, kind of shift and say it was kind of like for people's mental health? Well, (laughs) they do say stuff like this. Says uh, the CDC director, Walensky, admitted the latest COVID guidance was based on what the government perceived the public would tolerate. Okay, yeah. So it's not science. It's like, we think they might push back on this, so we should probably pull back. So what what happened to follow the science or trust the science for the last two years where we've been pushing back for how long? Yeah, right. 
now now it's stay within the to- the the limits of the the, of the public accepted. toleration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this, but because what do we got coming up in November? Elections. Elections. Yeah. So we got to keep the people happy. Last yeah. year it was 2020, not last year, but 2020 at least. It was all about pissing people off, causing people to get yeah. all upset about yeah. the policies and stuff. Then last year in 21, it was like. Uh, we're going to stick our guns to this because uh, we got to roll out these vaccines. So we got to stick to this narrative. Yeah. And now it's like, uh, we don't know if the people can yeah. tolerate this. We don't yeah. we don't want to piss the people right. off. We, we don't want the pitchforks and the torches yeah. yet. Yep. So now it's based on what the government perceives the public would tolerate. Says it. Uh, CNN spoke out against this. Even the even the left kind of pissed. It said, uh, CNN says it sounds like this decision had just as much to do with business as it does with science. It really had a lot to do with what we thought the people would be able to tolerate. It says, which brings us to Thursday when Anthony Fauci defended the CDC's revised guidance and admitted it was about keeping society running. Mm. What about the shutdowns? We right. didn't give two shits about keeping yeah. society running then. Yeah. What about um, all the 14-day quarantines and don't go yeah. back to work and laying people off and all this stuff. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit oh, yeah. about the, in 2020 right. about society running. But now it's like, oh, um, the science may or may not agree with this, but we got we can't just let society yeah. break so, down. So is the difference that fact that Trump is on office? Yes, because there's a new election cycle yeah. coming up and they want to make the And this happy. is a big one. This is a big one. It is a there's huge a lot one. of chairs. The last one, there was a huge yeah. election coming up, but they wanted to shift people's yeah support from the existing this one they want to maintain yeah. the existing yep. and that's maintain bull- people's support the, this is uh anthony fauci he says the reason is that now that we have such an overwhelming volume of cases coming in many of which are without symptoms there's the danger that this is going to have a really negative impact on our ability to really get society to function properly <laughs> The CDC made a decision to balance what's good for public health at the same time as keeping society running. Fauci continued noting that the CDC thought it out well, even though the decision wasn't 100% risk-free. Beautiful. What are your thoughts on that (laughs) in light of everything you've seen over the last two years? What are your thoughts on that statement alone? Well, that statement alone, look, Fauci's bounced all over the place. I mean, everybody who has been pushing this narrative, they they continue to bounce and change the narrative as they see fit. Right. And this is just further proof. So the fact that people give them any kind of credibility and listen to anything they say just blows my mind still. Yeah, but they will. They will. They If if Fauci says today, if you start eating uh, Frosted Flakes, you have less chance of getting Omicron. People are going to do it. <laughs> people jump on their shit. <laughs> yes. They're like, Frosted Flakes. Gotta have it. But, Let's but, do it. I mean, but this goes to our story we did about Fauci, the show we did a while ago. I mean, this guy is a political opportunist. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and this is just him cashing in. I'm sure, you know, Biden or Pelosi or whoever is running the Democratic Party is like, look, we need to keep these seats. You you kind of go with this narrative and we'll make sure that your your NIH gets a little bit more funding. Or your retirement. Well, yeah, right. he's got to be nearing retirement. Oh, yeah. After this goes away, he's got to be. Oh, reti- yeah. You would think. Oh, he'll, he'll get his own talk show. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. This Fauci oh, hour. There was, a, there was a Prius. Of course, it was a Prius. Oh, yeah. Driving through Tennessee that had a license plate that actually said Fauci. Of course it did. <laughs> Why? Like. Yeah. I got no words. That's yeah. it. 
Yeah. I got no words. It says, as for people leaving isolation after five days who are asymptomatic, though the CDC guidelines say you can frolic in public if your symptoms are resolving, says let them go out with a mask, being careful so they can fulfill their job in society to keep society going smoothly. So th whether you're symptomatic or not, it yeah. sounds like, I mean, this is from Zero Hedge, so obviously it's on the side against it. Right. I'm sure other like other news sources will say a different story of what Fauci's saying here, yeah. but it sounds like it's like, well, even if you got a little bit of sniffles here and there, um, just wear a mask. Everything will be fine if you wear. So do you think that's the cloth masks or you think <laughs> that are just face decorations now? Right, right. Or do you think they're going to say it's got to be the N95s? Uh, yeah. No, I, to be honest, I don't think they care. Well, as long as you're doing what they say. Well, there, there was some pushback here because they were saying, at least from what I initially saw, that you didn't have to. Like you test positive, you're asymptomatic. If you're asymptomatic, after five days, you don't actually have to test negative. Oh. You just have to wait the five days. That's well, now bizarre. Fauci's kind of within the last day because people have been like, dude, what the hell are you? Yeah, what, right. what is this? Yeah. Like just the whole direction is so chaotic and all over the place that. How how can we even make two cents of anything they're saying anymore when it yeah. just flips like that based yeah. on not based on uh, any medical research, mm -hmm. but based on political aspirations or whatever? Yeah. So now Fauci's like, well, you know, maybe we should look at um, people quarantined for five days, but they also have to test negative. Well, those those PCR tests can show a positive result for 12 plus days right so it's like well yeah you can quarantine for five days until you test negative unless you're joe rogan and ivermectin the shit out of it right you yeah. could be hanging on to like yeah. positive traces of this for 12 to 15 20 right. days yeah and then you're just quarantining longer so right. it's just like but what, what, where are we going? What are you trying to do here? But, but does that go in line with, because didn't the school system or didn't they come out and change their policies and, and basically say kind of the same thing? Like, e even if you're around somebody who has it, you don't have to, you don't have to quarantine yourself. If you're vaccinated. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> something okay. like that. If, if, if you're unvaccinated, obviously you have to quarantine right. yourself if you're around. It was something, some of the schools, I think said that and yeah. it's just like, but what about all the things that said that the vaccinated can carry right yeah just right. as much yeah. as unvaccinated so what sense what freaking sense does that make yeah. at all yeah either you do or you don't and right. so like, like i said it's just kind of a unraveling for them because yeah. they they can't even keep their story straight they can't mm -hmm. even keep uh, a good reasoning behind what they're yeah. doing and now they have to flat out come out and say they can't even like cover it up being, well, the science says this. Right. It's, right. it's like, well, we got to keep society running. Yeah. Right. We haven't given two shits about society running for the last two right. years. Yeah. But all of a sudden, yeah. you don't want society to break right. down. Yeah. Do because you? that's what the big push was for, for voting by mail. Yeah. Was, you know, because, oh, well, you know, it's so dangerous out there. Right. But um, you can still vote by mail. Well, now with this Omicron and how fast and easily it's transmitted, they realize all of their regulations and restrictions don't mean a goddamn thing right. because it's just like you you breathe in the direction of somebody and yeah. they they have it so they're just like 
yeah. throw their hands up in the air. It's like, fuck, I don't know. Five days. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mask, not mask. I just, just, just figure it out. Yeah. Get back to work. Just pop a couple Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You had sent me an article that somebody was like in a coma for yeah. what, 14 days. Yeah. No, 28 days. 28 yeah. Days. There was a woman in England. She was in a, a coma because of COVID for 28 days. The nurses decided to, to call an audible, throw a Hail Mary and tried giving her um, Viagra. Uh, Viagra. And she woke up. Because it, they said it opens up. Your it opened up her veins, blood vessels. Yeah, her blood vessels, which were constricted. Oxygen, yeah, and so they're like, "Wow, you know, this was great, and this is something we've used to others." And then they go and say, "But she still says that because she was vaccinated, that was probably the- thank God she was vaccinated, <laughs> or this Viagra would yeah, not right. have worked it's the like, way it did." Really, really, this chick was on her deathbed. Like they're, they're about ready to pull her off the ventilator. They're hanging on so hard to yeah. the vaccine and how great it is. And it's just like, it doesn't matter what you throw at it, what works. It's just like, well, at least she had the vaccine. Yeah. At least I want to see the guy who's been like, well, I, I felt COVID coming on, so I popped a couple of Viagra. But thank God I had a vaccine because it made my yeah. sex life amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing with that vaccine. God, it, it's just ridiculous. It's like the guy who died of COVID. And they're like, well, imagine how much worse it would have been yeah, if he right. wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, like, he yeah. fucking died. How right. much worse does it I get? Mean, I guess he could have blown up and killed the block. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, man. 2022 is going to be the year we get kicked off this completely. <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution. So let's keep going because I, I mentioned the PCR test. Yes. yes. Apparently, there's a rumor going around certain websites that the CDC is pulling back on these PCR tests, which that part's yeah. true, but the reasoning is kind of up in the air. Yeah. Uh, according to the Gateway Pundit, which I, I have a few things to talk about the Gateway Pundit tonight. According yeah. to the Gateway Pundit, they're withdrawing use of PCR tests because they don't really d- distinct between the flu or coronavirus. or, yes. or Like, it's just not accurate, I according to the Gateway Pundit. But Obviously, the fact checkers have come out and be like, no, this is not true. Those tests were designed specifically to identify the COVID virus, so it won't identify a flu virus. So that's not why. They just just want to shift those resources to more reliable. It's just like what you're still saying. That that test isn't very reliable. Yeah. If if it's that reliable as you're saying it, why would that? Why the hell would they shift the resources to something else? Yeah, right. Why right. why why not? Keep, if it works, why not? Yeah. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Right. Exactly. If it's working as good as you say, then why do we need to shift yeah. to other resources or other technologies yeah. if it's working so well? Right. So this one is what the the Gateway Pundit article says says CDC withdraws use of PCR tests for COVID and finally admits that the test cannot differentiate between the flu and COVID virus. Oops. So again, I am not going to say this is true or not, but this is what this guy, these people are saying. So we're going to read it. And it's more than likely probably true. It says, this is big news. After December 31st, 2021, the CDC will withdraw emergency use authorization for the PCR test for COVID-19 testing. The CDC finally admitted the test does not differentiate between the flu and COVID virus. So this is through their the CDC's website. This is a quote. It says, in preparation for this change, the CDC recommends clinical laboratories and testing sites that have been using CDC 2019 and COVID 
RTPCR <laughs> assay, select, and begin their transition to another FDA-authorized COVID-19 test. CDC encourages laboratories to consider adoption of multiplex method that can facilitate detection and d- differentiate of SARS-CoV-2 and influenza viruses. Apparently, this is per the CDC's website, Okay, according to this article. And it specifically says in there, adoption of multiplex method that can facilitate detection and differentiate uh, between SARS-CoV-2 and influenza viruses. That kind of sounds like the CDC saying, yeah, what we currently have doesn't differentiate between SARS-CoV-2 right. and influenza yeah. viruses. And, and why is this not something that's all over national news? It is. It is in the form of fact check. Right. This yeah. the Gateway <laughs> pundit is full of shit. Yeah. Because they're not. They didn't say that. Even though it's it's right fucking there on the yeah. CDC's website. If that's not what they meant, if they meant something different. Or I, I, why why word it that way? Right, right. It goes back to yeah. that. Look, if you don't want us making up all this crazy shit, be yeah. a little more clear and transparent right. with yeah. you. And the whole problem with this whole thing is the lack of transparency. Right. Yes. And I'm going to get into some really crazy shit that involves the lack of transparency in the second half involving the good doctor, Robert Malone, who went on Joe Rogan's podcast last week and just kind of blew shit out of the water for this whole agenda. And we're going to talk a little bit about that because some of the shit he's, he's saying, if you don't know who Dr. Malone is, apparently he's self-proclaimed the inventor of mRNA vaccines. One way or another, whether he invented it yeah. or not, he worked on it extensively. Yeah. He's a virologist. He's worked with uh, vaccines his entire life. I, I've seen him on numerous platforms that have well, been shut down. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to talk extensively about him in the second yeah. half so we can see if we can get shut down Perfect. the second half. So, again, you see all this shit, and, and he talks specifically about the lack of transparency in all this, and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Goes on to say, uh, this explains the disappearance of flu cases in the U.S. in 2020. Did you see the article last week where they're like, yeah. after taking a year off, yeah. the, the flu is back, back in full force. Yeah. It's just like, and and they try to play that off as, well, no, it's because of the precautions people are taking right, with the lockdowns, right, right. the social distancing, yeah. the masks, all that shit it's had bullshit. something to do with it. No, it was because we were saying everything was COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We said it back in 2020, and I'm still saying that today. Absolutely. That the flu didn't disappear. It's we didn't differentiate between yeah. COVID-19 and the flu. And this lends credence to that if the PCR right. test is picking them both up and and throwing them in the same category. Right. Says uh, after December uh, 31st, CDC will withdraw the request to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration uh, for emergency authorization of this real-time RT-PCR diagnostic panel. The essay first introduced in February 2020 for detection of SARS-CoV-2 only. CDC admits that the PCR test cannot differentiate between SARS-CoV-2 and influenza. I reported several months ago that the health authorities had reached this decision, but were withholding its implementation until the end of 2021. They needed the fake test to keep the fear going in order to achieve as much vaccination and therefore as much profit as possible. Damn. So that's what Gateway Pundit's saying. So they are pissing a lot of people off by saying shit like this, as you can probably imagine. What do you think is more likely true? That they 
like big pharmacy in the pockets of the government in the pockets of the WHO, Bill Gates and all those people would prefer to push a test that would claim that everybody has some mm. form of COVID-19 in order to profit off these vaccines or them just saying, hey, actually, we're just shifting to new technologies, guys. This I'm going to the first one. You think so? You well, think considering that, you know, when we first started talking about COVID and there was a list of, was it the 100 people that died of COVID? Yeah. And, or was it a thousand? Yeah. And, and like one of the names was somebody who got murdered. I and mean, a guy <laughs> in a car wreck. Yeah. And, and yeah. there was like so many like, yeah, fake, like the way they're reporting them is probably the same way that they are testing yeah. this stuff. Exactly. And we, we've talked about how, they overly test and test and test like so many more times than what you normally would test for right. a virus. Just looking for that. Yeah. Just exam. to make sure. Be yeah. like, well, we didn't sit this time, but on the 13th try, we did see a trace of COVID. And that's why um, everybody talks shit about Trump when he's like, you know, if uh, yeah. if they stop yeah. testing so much, we would stop getting positive results. And yeah, honestly, I don't know if Trump is smart enough to realize that he right. was actually saying. Something I, yeah, that made sense. I, I don't think so. <laughs> or if he actually thought, you know. Guys, uh, we'd stop getting positive results if we stopped testing people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone probably told him to tell that, say that, and he didn't know why, but he was like, just like, this sounds like genius <laughs> science here. <laughs> Obviously, if we're not testing people, they're not going to test positive. No, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. in reality, it's we're testing and testing and testing each sample so many times, just yeah. looking for any trace of any hint of it. Yeah. So, Apparently, that PCR test is going away for new or better technologies. Sure, sure. Probably to make the COVID numbers go down yeah. in 2022. Right. Heading into yeah. election exactly. season. Wow. Since Biden took over, COVID infections down like 75%. Right. Right. I keep getting stupid spam comments. Somebody leave a comment in the comment section so I can get out of these, away from these spam comments. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, the CIA trying to throw us off our groove today. <laughs> it's coded messages. So, so, so far we've got cloth masks, our face decorations. Yes. We've got, um, it doesn't matter if you're symptomatic, just go back to work and yeah. wear a mask. And we've got PCR tests may or may not uh, be that accurate. So yeah. we're going to move to something else. I like it. So do you see how things are quickly unraveling for yeah. them? Yeah. The narrative is just quickly like unraveling at the seams and they are having to go into full like mode to like cover the tracks. Mm -hmm. And it makes you all makes you wonder, is is it because people like us or people like uh, this Dr. Malone are exposing things or is it because, like I said, hey, they know election time's coming up, so they're yeah. going to make it look like. Right. We're winning the battle. No, I, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not typically a cynic, but um, I think that's exactly it they're yeah. trying to direct the narrative because it is unraveling and so they're like you know what let's let's direct this in our favor and make it look like we're winning this fight sure and that way you know the democrats get some medals and re get reelected so so staying on same not not the same topic but staying on the gateway pundit and how I said, hey, they're ruffling people's feathers. Yeah. I haven't told you this yet. Somebody brought this to my attention. This was okay. a friend of mine from my military days. He texted me and said, hey, T-Mobile is erasing links to Gateway Pundit articles that are texted. So if you go to text a Gateway Pundit article, not, not like Facebook Messenger, if you go to text it, 
like it shows on your phone that you sent it, but then the recipient looks at their phone. There's no, it doesn't Fucking exist. T-Mobile? Doesn't exist. T-Mobile erasing links to Gateway Pundit articles. And the Gateway Pundit has an article talking about this. So it's like, well, obviously the Gateway Pundit is going to be saying this. Right. But my friend is a T-Mobile, has T-Mobile as a carrier, and he tried to text an article to his wife, and that's exactly what happened. Wow. Erasing, just completely erasing, like memory holding these articles. So so to, to combat, I guess, the spread of misinformation. But I, uh, obviously, they're not admitting to this kind of shit, well, though. Well, yeah, because who would say, yeah, oh, we do monitor we do. your text. And right. if we feel like it's uh, something that doesn't need to be sent, uh, we don't we don't allow it to be seen. See, I thought it was creepy enough. And, like, first they start monitoring your public uh, profile posts and stuff. Yeah. That's understandable. It's public. I've been monitored sending you shit over Facebook Messenger. Right. That wouldn't go through because yeah. it, it got flagged. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really invasive there because yeah. it's like this is a private messenger. Yeah. Now it's your personal cell phone to cell phone. It's yeah. not it's not a third party app. It's your yeah. cell phone to cell phone text that they are monitoring your texts That's that closely that they can just erase a text from one to the other. He even sent me screenshots of it showing that his phone and it. her phone. That's crazy. So he called T Mobile up. And said, "Hey, what the hell's going on? Why are you, why are you like censoring things that I'm texting?" He didn't even say what the article was. Yeah, um, they went on and gave this bullshit spiel. Let me, let me pull up his text thread that he sent me. Hang on, just a second. Uh, I'm not gonna do it justice. If I can find it, what the hell? Here we go. So he says. They informed me they're not blocking anything, and that is basically a bad connection with the tower. The rep slipped up a bit and said, sometimes T-Mobile blocks malicious links if they are unsafe. Um, I was like, oops. He says, I'm thinking after an hour on the phone, uh, it says the reps basically removed the blocks from my phone line because all of a sudden he could say he texted it to me after that well, and said and was like hey did you get this and i was like yeah he's like well I, I spent an hour on the phone arguing with them and i think they removed whatever blocks damn. he says i can send stuff now he said i listened to everything he had to say for about 20 minutes all excuses and bullshit then i followed it up with i'm a software engineer and i know how this works <laughs> the tone changed a bit and he became much less technical about the entire situation <laughs> He's like, they tried to talk down to the customers. Also, when I started the conversation, I was very vague about what the link was. I never said what kind of site it was or where the link was from. I just told him I was not able to send specific links to my wife. About 10 minutes later, he asked me what kind of site it was and then asked me if it was a dating site. <laughs> I, I responded with a dating site? No, <laughs> it was not a dating website, seeing how I was sending it to my wife. <laughs> He also said it may be due to automatically updating my software. I promptly said I do it manually because I do. He followed with, did you restart your phone? It took everything in me to not to say get fucked. This was all before I told him I was IT. So so that's, that, that's happening. That is a thing. They are actually censoring your private text messages based on, oh, it comes from a, a website that we deem. Yeah. Malicious, malicious, or inappropriate, right. or, or misinformation, yeah. or or Which what have you. Gateway pundit is considered. Well, yeah, you see the kinds of yeah. stuff they're reporting on, like um, 
the the CDC quietly dropping yeah. these PCR tests yeah. at the end of the year. I mean, those are kinds of things that they deem as misinformation. So, mm -hmm. uh, hey, we got to get rid of this shit. Yeah. So you see how they're they're kind of going on the defense. Yeah, and that's why I think some of this so, some of this is them loosening up things to yeah. make our lives look better so that we right. go into elections. Yeah. Because if it weren't, if it was just people exposing shit, they would go hardcore on the defense and squash the shit immediately, just like they did with Robert Malone. I mean, he's been right. deplatformed de across Facebook, yeah. uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. Yeah. He's been yeah. deplatformed from LinkedIn. And so the stuff that actually does get out, though, I think is meant to get out. Yeah, no, that makes because sense Because they want... They, I, yeah. as cynical as it is, they just want you to feel a little more comfortable going right. into the midterm elections. Yeah. The last thing, uh, before we get into break, the last little bit here that I had to bring up, besides the cloth mask being face uh -oh, yeah. decorations, besides the quarantine time being bullshit and the PCR test being bullshit, Biden came out and admitted that. The COVID surge needs to be solved at the state level and basically said the federal government can't do anything well, about it. He, he's doing his best Trump impression. Right. He says, uh, it says, speaking just before a meeting with some of the nation's governors, Biden said, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at the state level. It says those comments represent one of the most explicit acknowledgments to date from the Biden administration that will need help from the state and local governments in its effort to curb the spread. President may be concerned that the federal initiatives to contain the virus can't be effective without states' help. The comments could also be an attempt to put added pressure on governors to take a greater role in trying to control the disease. What do you think it is? You think it's like, guys, we need your help, or you could need to fucking do something in yeah. your state because we're, yeah, like basically, well, I don't know, threatening in a I, threatening well, I, I manner, think part or of a defensive it be, manner. Yeah, I, I think part of it is, is trying to shift the blame. I was going to say, or trying to pass the buck. Be like, that's what I think it is. Well, we've done everything yeah. we can. We, we've done everything on a federal you level. You people. Yeah. You people. You people aren't, aren't doing anything. Up to your end. And there's nothing we can do about that. So, and and, and that way it, it may look, say like, you know, that someone has a Republican governor. Right. Election like coming Florida, up. Texas. Yep. Yeah. And people are, well, this COVID's not going away. So we, we need a Democratic leader. Right. So it says after his remarks, Biden took one question about whether he supports uh, revised recommendations for shortened quarantine periods, what we already talked about. Biden says, I rely on my medical team. I get a recommendation. I follow it. Fair enough. All right, then. The CDC, uh, oh, this just talks about how they shorten the quarantine time. Says the Omicron variant poses a multifaceted threat to Biden who campaigned on the federal government's ability to curb the pandemic. And that that sounds like exactly what you said. Right. His first campaign was. Hey, we're going to get this under control. Yeah, we're we're going to beat it. We're going to beat this together. Yeah. And I think he, I'd read things where he was on the verge of saying mission accomplished, kind of like uh, Bush. George Bush yeah, did. Right. right. Kind of like uh, Obama did mm -hmm. in Afghanistan, basically about to say mission accomplished, but he held off. Yeah. And then Omicron hits. And yeah. it's like, like I said, all this stuff that they've been saying, oh, is effective. Yeah. Omicron blows all that out the window. Right. Yeah. And so now it's like, well, this ain't on us. This is on you. Yeah. <laughs> and so they have to go on the defense there. Yeah. They have to shift the blame to the states if they don't want it coming back on them yeah. at midterms and be like, 
Dude, you, you you said you're getting this under control and it's out of control. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, it's not me. It's the states so over I, here. I, I got a question for you. Yeah. <clears throat> so we we've talked about how you know the the World Economic Forum you know is using COVID uh-huh. in a way to kind of shift their agendas, right? right? And that we felt like every all the world leaders in different country, uh, countries, you know, from France, England, America, are trying to follow this playbook. Mm-hmm. So. And everybody is following this playbook, except for America. Right. Right. Everybody else is initiating new lockdowns, all this other stuff, yeah, travel all restrictions. Kinds of shit. Right. Right. But then you have America where all of a sudden they're like, you know, hey, um, things are looking okay, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just we're going to loosen some restrictions here and there. And oh, and this may be on the state. The states might need to figure this out, you know, to try right, to, right, right. again, be, for their own personal elections. Yeah. So well, do you, do you that, think that the world people are like fucking America again? <laughs> well, you got to realize that agenda doesn't exist in America if the people that are in power don't, don't stay right. in power. Absolutely. If we shift some of these like AOCs out, these mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders out, these Bidens, all, all the people that want to to push that kind of green agenda right. that yeah. whatever we've talked right. about. You for, get another Trump in there. Then, yeah. Yeah. Then it's game over for them. Right. So they allow I mean, some concessions. It's it's more playing the long game. Like, well, all right, we gotta we gotta set this aside and make this work for. Otherwise, we're we're gonna get thrown completely off. Like right. when Hillary didn't get elected. Like, yeah. Um, we we got we got to stay on track by veering slightly off track. Right. Yeah. To keep people ensure the elections go as we need to. So yeah. if that means like deviating from the plan a little bit, that's better than getting like right. hitting a, a brick wall yeah. in November. That makes sense. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I do see a lot of exposing happening. Yeah. And people like bringing shit to light. Like people like they're going on the defense, but it seems like. One by one, people are stepping out and risking their careers and saying, "No, no, this is that's not right." I mean, they're risking their 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 livelihood, their careers. I'm sure they're getting death threats and shit. And then you got the government that's like going on the hardcore defense, yeah, and like, dude, this ain't on us. Or um, the tech companies completely wiping people off the map, right? Like just this week, Marjorie Taylor Greene got. Yeah. Wiped off the map, right? Because of her misinformation campaign or or whatever. Um, I mean, CNN or not CNN? Oh fuck! Uh, Twitter, Facebook, everything. She got cleaned out because of her misinformation wow. campaign. And CNN says Twitter just showed how easily we can stop misinformation. What do you do? You just shut it down yeah, completely. Right. You just shut them up. Just take, shut the fuck take, up. Take the platform. Yep, just take it away from him. And that's why I think maybe the government isn't going full-blown, like, hardcore on defense. Like uh, Biden's, like, more um, mean speeches last late late last year right. with, uh, with, like, the uh, we're going to be going into winter of death. Or what did he call the unbacks, the, the, stink, the stink minority? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, when he was playing the crusty old grandpa, yeah. I think he's got to – loosen that up a bit that kind mm-hmm. of language but they're leaving it to the tech companies right. and the news sources like cnn and facebook and those and the local news to do their dirty work yeah because the reason why uh, marjorie taylor green got axed is it says 
Twitter said that Green's tweet claims there have been an extremely high amount of COVID vaccine deaths. That's what she got asked for. Interesting. Very interesting. Considering That's, some of the stuff I'm going to talk about. I was going to say. Half. Very interesting. That's what got earned. It says she earned her fifth strike, which resulted in a permanent loss of her account. She previously tweeted claims that vaccines were failing. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, it says when experts say they have saved millions of lives and that COVID-19 wasn't dangerous. In fact, it's potentially de deadly. <laughs> you see how they're doubling down? Yeah. That's this whole doubling down in 22. Right. They are doubling down hardcore. Right. The government seemingly is backing off, but I think in turn, it's going to flip around and double yeah. down in other ways, especially, right. like I said, in the in the long game in yeah. the November elections. But, man, the media is seriously doubling down yeah. on these these claims that the experts. It's just like how many experts have to say something opposite of that for right. you to claim that's true. Right. I'm sure Marjorie Taylor Greene is uh, quoting experts and right. what they're saying, but yeah. experts say they have saved millions of lives, and COVID-19, in fact, is potentially dangerous. Bum, bum, bum. The decision to permanently suspend the account was the right call for Twitter, and applying it more broadly would be an astonishing, simple, and effective way of helping to curb the spread of deadly misinformation. Now it's time for other social media networks to follow suit. On down, it says, while addressing the problem of misinformation, it's often described as impossibly complex. It's much simpler than it may appear. And a key component is social media companies shutting down the accounts of people who post misinformation repeatedly or are unusually influential, like Green. So she doesn't have to necessarily post it repeatedly. If she's right. a person of influence and she's re uh, posting something right. that you don't agree with or the the mainstream agenda doesn't agree right. with just shut it down right yeah because she's a person of influence that makes her more dangerous i mean cnn is coming out i mean this is says it's an opinion piece but cnn is coming out and saying fuck free speech oh yeah yeah look uh i don't care what you're saying uh yeah. the the way to to get around this is to say fuck your free yeah. speech oh I, i've shut seen a down. lot of people come out and with her being you know deplatformed and saying good yeah, a lot Shut of Republicans. Even. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I think even uh, Mitch McConnell said yeah. good things to her getting shut up and yeah. stuff. So it's just like, oh, do they not realize what they're saying here? Because no. if it was the other way around, if, oh, Trump, if, if Fox News came out and said, you know what we got to do to all these uh, these people that yeah. spreading these Biden campaign lies we need to shut AOC we, down just, just shut them up yeah just shut them up completely yeah so this whole doubling down campaign from social media from mainstream media it's only getting worse it's yeah. getting stronger and i mean it's not like it doesn't seem like yet it's the the apocalypse that it was in early 2021 right. where just like thousands of accounts were shut down yeah on the spot immediately with no no way right. to refute it no explanation just shut down right. but they are singling people out spe specifically these unusually unusually influential people yeah how, how is that in, i mean she's a freaking senator how, right or a congressperson yeah. how is that unusually unusually yeah. influential right. yeah, yeah. Uh, so is she she's one of the like last of the the trump republicans yeah she? she was like the one that 
I think she got shut down a few times for retweeting uh, Q stuff oh, and things like that. That's right. So, okay, she's the, the Q lady. Yeah, she. I mean, she has pushed the line a few times, but yeah. just it's not even what she said that concerns me. It's what CNN is saying. Right. How it's just like, just shut them up. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's that simple. I. Yeah. You, you say it's complex to to prevent this from happening. It's not really. Just yeah. if if you don't like it, just shut them down. Yeah. That's it. It's easy enough. And, yeah. and this lady's a senator. Yeah. So that's what we got going into 2022 is that kind of shit there. We are due for a break. I do have some crazier stuff that ended out uh, 2021. One being that interview with Dr. Robert Malone. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about him and some of the stuff he's exposing. And then a few other crazy things too. And then I just want to maybe talk our predictions because we okay. talked about kind of the shittier side of 2021. Right. I think this Dr. Malone and some of these other people that are out putting their lives and their careers at risk are the ray of shining light for 2022, exposing the bullshit for what it is. Bullshit. So, And when you have people like Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's putting his career at risk by bringing on this guy that's already been banned from everything. Yeah. And having this guy, he's, I mean, he's what, the number one podcaster in yeah. the entire yeah. world? By by large amounts. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's got, he's risking, what was it, like a $20 million contract right. with, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. oh, what's it called? Spotify? Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, he's putting everything at risk just having this guy on, yeah. just knowing what the kind of shit this guy is saying. So yeah. uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about some other guys shedding some light on interesting stuff so and then like i said we'll wrap up with putting it all together and seeing where we think 2022 is going to head so we're gonna go to break be back in two three four minutes and we're gonna continue this conversation we always like to get into the crazier shit in the second half because when you come back yeah (laughs) make sure you come back to us so we'll be right back don't go anywhere goodbye Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey everybody, I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net.
did you enjoy your break? It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Before we get too deep into anything else, I forgot to mention, since we were talking about uh, being censored yeah. and people getting deplatformed and people... Uh, CNN saying, you know what, uh, just shut the fuck up. Right. Got to mention our coffee fix of freedom because uh, our sponsors run your mouth coffee. Yeah, I don't they, think they would stand for that. They, they would not stand for that. They would not tell you to shut the fuck up. Hey, I think they would be hardcore against all that yeah. shit. Uh, run your mouth coffee was founded on the idea that, hey, you should be able to say whatever the hell you want without fear yes. of getting censored. You should um, take adva- full advantage of your your right to free speech. Yes. And you should also take full advantage of delicious coffee. Absolutely. Fresh roasted coffee delivered straight to your door by people that support free speech such yeah. like we do, like you people do, or you want to be listening to the show. I, I hope you support free speech. Absolutely. Um, Otherwise, you're on the wrong show. You're definitely <laughs> on the wrong show. Uh, go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, and you'll get 10% off your your purchase plus free shipping because we love you yeah. it's you know, our gift we, to you we need some more uh, running mouth coffee we do I, we I do. think we're gonna get some we, we some. definitely need some uh, rymcoffee.com support free speech support your right to not get to platform for yeah. saying the things that you yes. believe in or daring to question the official narrative right support companies like that that yes. support those things like even though I'm sure coffee. run your mouth coffee doesn't watch CNN and thinks they should probably shut up, they would probably say, you know what, you go ahead and do your thing. Yeah, right. And that that's how I feel. I, I, do I agree with what they're saying? Absolutely no. fucking not. Do I think they should just be deplatformed and shut down completely because they're saying something I don't agree with? No. Or the doctors that I agree with don't agree with? No, I don't because that kind of derails all of free speech. Absolutely. Check out Run Your Mouth Coffee. Get delicious coffee. Support free speech. RYMCoffee.com. That's all. Let's move on with this this show. I'm going to sneeze. It's going to happen. Do it. Let it out. I muted myself that we, time. We, we support free sneezes. We support free sneezes. <laughs> All right. I, I think the dramatic cold weather here that hit went from like 40 degrees to like zero degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and I happen to stand out and shovel snow and stand out and work in the cold today. It's just kind of hit me in ways I don't like. <laughs> Or it's Omicron. Who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's probably on. You know, it, if I had been vaccinated, I wouldn't have sneezed. That's so, true. That sneeze wouldn't have hurt so bad. It was badly. definitely Omicron. It was definitely an unvaccinated sneeze yes. right there. Wow. Th- thanks for sharing that. So <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry if I, I passed that unvaccinated sneeze your direction. I, 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 I looked the other direction. So I, I have some Omicron in me currently. And I've got this uh, this foam padding here that would have absorbed most of that <laughs> well, Omicron. Yes, if you hit that. Otherwise, it's bouncing back to me. Or I just sneezed all over my soundboard. <laughs> yeah. But you're the only one that touches that. Uh, yeah, so I'm exactly. okay with that. So let's get back to the show. <laughs> We've lost track and we just got back. Yes. So let's get back into it. This, uh, the, the part that I really wanted to get into in the second half was this Dr. Robert Malone guy that um, he's an mRNA vaccine e- expert. Mm-hmm. He's self-proclaimed the inventor of mRNA vaccines. I don't know how how realistic that is if he actually invented it or if he worked on it or if he assisted with i don't know i just know he's a lot smarter about it than we are yeah and he's saying a lot of things that got him derailed 
from Twitter, everywhere, from Facebook, from LinkedIn. Yeah. Of all, I didn't right. think LinkedIn really paid that yeah. much attention. I thought they to wanted kind of people shit. on there. Yeah, but uh, apparently they don't want this guy. So, so the guy who's the expert in the vaccines that is giving a little bit of warning about the vaccines. They're like, no. Uh, you got to trust the science. It's like, isn't he literally the science? Right, right. Yeah. If he's worked on this shit, yeah. if he came up with it, I mean, he's vaccinated too. He got the COVID shot. Okay. Okay. But he has his own reservations about spe specifically vaccine mandates, about children being vaccinated, and then about the lack of transparency of some of the, the adverse effects of the vaccine. So he went on Joe on... Sometime last week. I don't remember what day, but this has kind of been the big, big thing is the, the things he talked about that Joe Rogan actually aired on his show. Again, like we said, that's that's crazy yeah. enough for Joe Rogan to yeah. be like, you know, this is important enough that I'm going to let you yeah. have my platform since you yeah. got to platform. Right, right. So um, I, I've got a, a few video clips and we'll, cause we can't, it was a three hour yeah. And I thought we went long with our two, <laughs> two hour, 20 minute yeah. episodes. This is a three hour episode. You got to go check it out. If you're interested in some of these clips, go check out the entire episode. Um, so these are some videos that came from Twitter that they're just lit. Somebody actually took the time to cut down okay. to pieces. So this one says, uh, Dr. Malone discusses his suspension from LinkedIn, from LinkedIn and Twitter for the crime of promoting vaccine hesitancy, he's not promoting anti-vax right. because, again, he's a vaccine scientist. Right, right. Or a vaccine and, doctor. And he's vaccinated. He's promoting, like, maybe we should step back and look at this yeah. before we just go shooting whatever the hell we want into our arms. Says he argues that the risks are not discussed, which makes informed consent not possible. Informed consent is not only not happening it's being actively blocked so i'm going to pull up this video clip here because that that's a really interesting statement there yeah and we're going to discuss it i just got the tail end because this is a 10 minute clip so i just got the tail end of this i don't wanted to hear Shit. you know my position all the way through this comes off of the platform of bioethics and the importance of informed consent so my position is that people should have the freedom to choice of choice particularly for their children um and that in order to, to uh, appropriately choose to participate in a medical experiment, they have to be fully informed of the risks as well as the benefits. And so I've tried really hard to make sure that people have access to the information about those risks and potential benefits, the true unfiltered academic papers and raw data, et cetera. And the policy that's being implemented is one in which no discussion of the risks are allowed because by definition they will elicit vaccine hesitance so it can't be discussed but that's the fundamental background that's the backbone of informed consent so informed consent is not happening it's being actively blocked so you got that there yeah you got his little uh, explanation of informed consent yes what does that sound like to you he talks about experimental me medical procedures, which right. is virtually what this is. My mic's going to fall again, as it does almost every week. Yeah. And the lack of informed consent. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's stated that you have to have informed consent in order for to undergo experimental treatments? The Nuremberg. The Nuremberg 
codes. He is directly referring mm -hmm. to the Nuremberg codes here. And I happen to have those right in front of me. Wow, the very convenient. first line in the Nuremberg code is the voluntary consent of human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ul ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. That seems like... Um the playbook that is everything against what the u.s government has been doing <laughs> yeah right exactly it, it's almost like this was written after yeah all this uh covid vaccine stuff happened and again he's he's taken the vaccine he's worked yeah. on the vaccine. he's not anti-vax yeah what he's saying and he he goes on to say if we had time we would listen to more he goes on to say that dude we we gotta have like five plus years of yeah. like studying this and we haven't had that so this is in turn an experimental treatment yeah. because we haven't been able to test it for the appropriate right. amount of time to see the long-term effects and all that so right. this in turn makes an experimental treatment a human experiment yeah. which is what the nuremberg codes specifically refer to mm -hmm. and without allowing it's not that they're just hiding the side effect, the possible side effects, or the possible um, issues with it—they're not allowing the publication of it, and that's right. how this guy got deplatformed in the first place. Was mm -hmm. he he dared to post yeah. links? It was just like posting links of like there's this Canadian study. I got this one here. Um, this Canadian study. This is one of the things I got him deplatformed. It's a, a damning report. A Canadian. COVID Care Alliance explains why Pfizer shots can do more harm than good. Hmm. Says according to their, so this is from dcweekly.org, but you can uh, just Google this uh, Canadian report from the Canadian COVID Care Alliance, and um, you can find it all over Google still, surprisingly. It says um, the Canadian COVID Care Alliance, which consists of over 500 independent doctor, Canadian doctors, scientists, and healthcare practitioners. So, you know how they say, oh, experts say that, right. uh, that this is uh, saving millions of lives. Right. Well, 500 plus experts, doctors, scientists, healthcare practitioners, people who specialize in this field, did an in-depth analysis of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, claiming it can do more harm than good to people. Hmm. So there's a couple things in here that I found interesting. The first is their claims of how effective it is. It says, according to their evaluation, Pfizer's original trial report claimed the vaccines were safe and showed 95% efficacy or effectiveness right. uh, seven days after the second dose. But 95% was actually the relative risk reduction. Absolute risk reduction was only 0.84%. Oh, wow. So to explain this a little bit, because there's those two differences, yeah. the relative risk and the absolute risk reduction. So it says, um, to further understand the difference between relative and absolute risk reduction, the Canadian COVID Care Alliance discussed their differences in the presentation. Pfizer reported that its vaccine shows 95% efficacy. That sounds like it protects you 95% of the time. 
but that's not actually what the number means. The 95% refers to the relative risk reduction, but it doesn't tell you how much your overall risk is reduced hmm. by va uh, vaccination. For that, we need absolute risk reduction. In the fi Pfizer trial, eight of 18,000 people who are given the vaccine developed COVID-19. In the unvaccinated placebo, 162 people got it, which means that even without the vaccine, the risk of contracting COVID-19 was extremely low at 0.88%, with the vaccine reduced it down to 0.4%. So it's mm. not necessarily 95% effective right. when you look at your chances of contracting it in the first place was only 0.88%. Yeah. And that drops it down to 0.4%. So they're saying that the the numbers are skewed in that way right. because the vaccine really only has a um, absolute risk reductive percentage of 0.82%, not 95%. Right. What that they're yeah, saying. They're, they're playing with the words. Yeah. As it says, they've done the whole time. It says relative risk reduction is well known to be a misleading number, which is why the FDA themselves recommend using the absolute risk reduction. Instead, which begs the question of how many people would have chosen to take the vaccine had they understood that they offered less than 1% benefit. Yeah, that's insane. So that's one of the things. The next thing is the side effects of this. It says, if you look at um, related adverse events, which are adverse events that investigators determined to be caused by the investigational product or the Pfizer vaccine, there was over 5,000 in the experimental arm, the, the arm that got jabbed with the vaccine, mm -hmm. 5,000 events, adverse events, and just over 1,000 adverse events in the placebo group. Hmm. So that says there was a 300% increase for people who had taken the, the vaccine of having some kind of adverse event. Says and we look when we look at severe adverse events, things that significantly interfere with normal daily function. There was a seventy-five percent increase in the vaccinated of having an adverse event that was so severe that it, it interrupted your daily function. Oh, wow. If we look at serious events that involves a visit to the ER or a hospital or any long-term side effect, there's a ten percent chance of increase. So, I mean, it's gone way down for right. like a serious, like hospitalization, yeah, but it's still, it's still there. 10% more people had some kind of right. adverse effect. Than and the and we're seeing that. I mean, we've seen, you know, I, I think there's a Facebook group of people that, you know, talk about like people, they love loved ones or, or right. children that are in the hospital or who have died because of the vaccine. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's like a giant number percentage, like mm -hmm. I said, only 10% more. Right. We're getting, but, the the fact is it's there you can't talk about that right. though yeah and it was that article that he retweeted or linked to that was one of his strikes that got him deplatformed gotcha. was just for talking about this yeah. and that's why he's saying we're not even allowed to talk about it it's not mm. that they're hiding it from us it's they're completely blocking us so right. how can we possibly have um, informed consent on this right. if they're not allowing us to have all the information yeah. that's and, out there. And again, you're seeing that with, you know, the, the people that are still getting COVID because even though they're vaccinated and passing it on, even though they're vaccinated, that how effective the vaccine is. And they're right. just trying to explain it away. I heard today when I was driving around, they came out and they were like, uh, they asked uh, one of the doctors at the NIH, um, is it better to be vaccinated or to have natural immunity? Mm -hmm. He goes, well, Natural immunity is good, but you run the risk of of 
getting or suffering adverse effects if you just wait to get COVID and then get through it. Whereas with the vaccine, um, you're not going to have the adverse effects from COVID. My mic's going to fall. Give me a second. No worries. No, I, I definitely like they can say that about not getting vaccinated. But if you dare say that about right. the vaccine, then you're a vaccine denier. You're a right. science denier. You're deplatform de for yeah. spread of misinformation. I'm really trying to continue to talk. Well, <laughs> I tighten this. This thing is a piece of crap. And, and you see that because, um, you know, one of the reasons why was it Pfizer passed or they they went to the FDA asking for them not to release the the um, <laughs> the result the result the, until for like what seventy five fucking years yeah yeah and that and then Pfizer also doesn't release their the vaccine in different countries that they can be pers- persecuted or prosecuted for adverse effects yeah so there's a number of com- countries that in their in the laws they can actually come after Pfizer if people are are injured or die from the vaccine and so they don't spread the vaccine in those countries I was gonna say a lot of those countries. Pfizer, they're not pushing very hard yeah. for Pfizer vaccines because Pfizer's like, uh, no, yeah. we're not going to take that <laughs> exactly. chance. So here, here, speaking of cover-ups, listen to this one. This one was interesting to me. And I haven't fact-checked this or not, but listen to this. This is interesting. The observation is there was a decision made. The virus was just ripping through Uttar Pradesh. It has almost the same population as the United States. Where's Uttar Pradesh? Do you know? It's India, I believe. India. Yeah, I thought I thought so. But so at one point, the virus was tearing through this. Listen to what he has to say. Okay. Um, dense, urban, poor, all the characteristics of the stereotypes of the Indian countryside. Um, and uh, the virus was just ripping through there and causing all kinds of death and disease. And the decision was out of desperation in that province to deploy early treatments as packages mm. widely throughout the province. And it included a number of agents. The composition has not been formally disclosed. It was done in coordination with, United, with um, WHO. And whatever was in those packages um, was rumored to include ivermectin. Um, but there was a specific visit of Biden to Modi and um, a decision was made in the Indian government not to disclose the contents of those packages that were being deployed in Uttar Pradesh, which they're still there. And Uttar Pradesh is flatlined right now. The rest of the world is yelling about Omicron and, and, and hospitalizations. Well, South Africa isn't. But uh, Uttar Pradesh is still flatlined in terms of deaths. So they were visited by someone in the Biden administration? Right. No, there's a meeting between Joe Biden and um, Modi. And you and believe out of that meeting? All they I, decided- know, I don't know what they said. I didn't want to invite. All I know is that immediately afterwards, there was a decision not to disclose the content of what was being deployed in their production. It's so crazy. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's this. That's insane. Treatment package, undisclosed contents of this yeah. treatment package that basically eradicated this area that was just trashed by COVID. Yeah. Just completely got rid of it. And they decided. Hey, don't tell anybody what yeah. what we gave you, right? Because we we couldn't just have let your nation just completely yeah. be yeah. decimated by this. So we had to go to extreme measures. Yeah. But but we don't want to that word to get out to the rest yeah. of the world I mean, because this then is from that, president to prime minister, uh, mean, according to this guy, yeah. yes, according to this doctor Ro- doctor Robert Malone, yes, uh, it was, was Biden to the prime minister of India Modi. basically came up with this thing of hey. Uh, we gave this to you. We we yeah. let you in on this little secret, but don't tell anybody about it because that might make us seem a little bit 
That's insane. <laughs> you know, that might might throw off our agenda here. Yeah. Right? It might make people rethink the vaccines that we're trying to make billions of dollars off mm -hmm. of or do whatever else with, I guess. What are, whatever else uh, Bill yeah. Gates has planned. I talked a lot about Bill Gates and uh, mm -hmm. last week. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I, I did. Um, so go back and listen to that. Uh, I talked a little bit about his 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 plans and what I think his plans are. So uh, check that episode out because I enjoyed it. It was very interesting. So, but back to this though. I mean, what other reason besides an, a, a specific agenda driven right. to sell or market your your one product? Yeah, your your claim to fame, your your cash cow, this this vaccine that may or may not work at all, that may or may not have these adverse side effects right. at all, when there's treatments out there that clearly are working right? Yeah, in other countries, but we're not allowed to yeah. disclose that information. Right. And it's, it's things like this, mm -hmm. these kinds of discussions that are getting him kicked off. Yeah. And that's the, the misinformation. So what about the misinformation on the other side where they're right. completely blatantly covering shit up? Yeah, that, that's oh, okay. That uh, deadly misinformation. No, deadly misinformation would be uh, withholding yeah. treatments that could have saved. I, th I think at one point in this, this episode with Joe Rogan, he says, because they refused some of these treatments, they could have prevented uh, a half a million lives oh, from I being lost. That. I believe if that. They, if they weren't. Withholding I this think that's probably a conservative estimate too. It would probably like very conservative yeah. estimate. So deadly misinformation, but but blocking mm -hmm. critical medical information that could have saved five hundred thousand lives. Yeah. I mean that's that's deadly misinformation in my right. book. Yeah. That's like people should be brought up on charges for Absolutely. crimes against humanity. Yeah. Type shit. Absolutely. I mean that's that's just. I, I don't know. I don't know. What what do you think? Because I, I got no, nothing. No I, I more mean, words. If that information should ever come out, I mean that that's that's revolutionary stuff right there. Mm -hmm. But mean, you said your New Year's resolution was a revolution. I did. So, so here we go, people. So so this might be what what sparks it, I guess. Well it, is it's shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if people find out, hey, you knew the whole time, but you passed off and what he said that the actual vaccine is what, eight percent effective? Yeah, uh, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.8 percent, 0.8 percent effect. That that's ridiculous to me. That is, but, but then they they knew that this other package, this package, could actually help people, and so in a pinch they released that, and it actually does something. But we can't let people know about that because we got to keep the vaccine going. Obviously, obviously we got to keep this shit going because, uh, well, it's it's like Fauci and his aides thing where he squashed all remember we talked in our Fauci oh, yeah. episode right it was all these other treatments that, that worked that were hospitals were using for the symptoms and it was actually helping with the symptoms and they came out and they're like no no don't do that uh we're gonna work on a vaccine for this right uh stop stop that's just unsafe that's yeah. that's uh Deadly misinformation is based. That was yeah. back before fake news was even right. coined. But but I mean, as we talked about in that show, is that a lot of the, the things that Fauci was doing was probably more harmful than mm -hmm. good. And yeah. and it looks like it's the same thing with the vaccine is more harmful than good. Here's the next clip from this guy. I got a couple more clips. I just want to get kind of a feel of the things that he is saying and yeah. the, the amount of risk I think he's taking. Not even just his career but his his whole, life his life yeah, yeah absolutely this, this kind of stuff could put you on a hit list real absolutely quick. like i said if this guy 
if, if he was if his the information he's giving was was more common knowledge like worldwide then like I said that that's possible like government overturning yeah well right that's there. why cnn and people like that are saying hey just shut him up yeah. just just completely shut him up uh, easy solution because yeah. then that information doesn't get out there but right. i mean they fail to realize there are still a couple of unbrainwashed people out there yeah that will still continue to pass this along yeah and, and more and more word of mouth day. through word of mouth through podcasts like this because god forbid any this this changes but podcasts still seem to be pretty yeah. free-flowing information right. and yeah. it hasn't been completely censored i mean the the platforms are getting censored that that we share our shit around on but the podcast platforms themselves have not in any way oh. really started to crack down on any and, of this and shit i would yet. i would argue to say that i mean more people have woken up in the last couple of years mm. because of covid than many many incidents than you would ever would have thought right right because a lot of people see how ends don't connect and they start yeah. asking questions there's more conspiracy theorists now than there ever oh absolutely ever was absolutely might, and, but... and more podcast listeners too right because they're fed up with the mainstream not yep. giving them the answers they know are there so listen to this one here from basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, and how did that happen? Um, the answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point. Just they literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone, okay, can fix this problem for you. Okay. Then they will lead, they will follow that person. Through it doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever the data are irrelevant. And does that sound familiar? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's talking about 1920s, 1930s Germany. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like bringing Nazi Germany into every conversation, but right. he's making the, this connection here, which yeah. alone is enough for people to to deplatform right. him. Oh, he he's bringing up Nazi Germany, even though they spent what four years five years right. calling trump hitler yeah right right, and right comparing yeah. that to nazi germany yeah. well, and what, what did he call that mass mass formation psychosis and okay this is what forbes had to say about that comment this is the title of this forbes okay forbes article what is mass formation psychosis robert malone makes unfounded covid19 vaccine claims on the joe rogan show you see where this is going already it's already yeah. just like hey this guy's a quack he's yeah. uh and, and they go into how much he's a quack because it starts out it's like a, a massive rock formation a massachusetts psychosis no a mass formation psychosis oh my god wow. they, they treat us like we're fucking idiots yeah, right right from the get-go yeah. Th that alone make turns me off to this it's like yeah. dude, we're not fucking stupid right we're not children here yeah says it's the term that robert malone uh used on the joe rogan experience to describe what's happening in the u.s in recent years malone is a Malone appeared on Joe Rogan's Spotify podcast shortly after being permanently booted from Twitter last week for repeated violations of their COVID misinformation policy. 
And if you look at some of the outrageous, unscientific things that are said on social media in general, it typically takes a fair amount of pseudosciencing to get booted in this manner. So he's a he's a pseudoscientist. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he hasn't worked on this entire life. He didn't spend yeah probably millions of dollars in education, no. millions of dollars in research, and, right. and that kind of thing. He he actually said on the Joe Rogan podcast, he's like, I'm saying this stuff because I'm one of the people that's worked on this that isn't benefiting financially from yeah. this vaccine technology. He says. It goes on to say, so was there any merit to Malone's use of mass term on the Rogan show? In a way, perhaps some, but maybe not in the way Malone had intended. So so I don't I don't even have to get into the rest of this article. You see how they're yeah. trying to discredit him right, right off the get-go. Like they have everybody. But we've been saying this all this time. It's just like people, I mean, we say all the time, people are freaking brainwashed. Yeah. They're they're mindless yes. drones. And this explains it. It's just like yeah, I mean, I'm not saying we're not an intelligent society. He no. he went on to say how highly educated German society. They weren't just yeah. a bunch of rednecks no. that would just follow whatever uh, conspiracy theorist or yeah. whatever. They were highly educated, yeah. highly uh, developed mm -hmm. society. And there was a problem. And one guy, and it seemed to be this dire problem, which was their economy after World War One. Right. And this one guy got up and said, hey, I can fix this problem. And yeah. at that point, it didn't matter. Yeah. And you can go into like the linguistics that uh, Hitler used, like his repetition and stuff to basically brainwash or hypnotize right. them. And that's kind of what we're seeing today. It's yeah. just like all the new channels just saying the same thing yeah. over and over yeah. and, and over. local news. You're getting sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to wake up and bark like and, a and chicken. Like the, some of the most intelligent people i've ever known are completely like head over heels blinded by this yes it, it, and it blows crazy. me away and for them to be like oh this unfounded yeah. claim that people are only following this because of this uh um what i call it i i forgot it already the no, mass, mass formation, formation hypnosis mass formation psychosis psychosis that's it yeah just everybody following suit in this hypnotic stage pretty mm -hmm. much and you i mean that's the only explanation well, I can absolutely, get for this. Absolutely, yeah, right. Just yeah. to be able to mindlessly follow these people, even though there is plenty of yeah. people not even saying, hey, this is wrong. This, yeah. I mean, there's there's plenty of people out there saying, hey, this is going to, they're implanting us with microchips, mm -hmm. they're, they're sterilizing us, all this, what you consider crazy conspiracies. Yeah. It's not even that. It's the people that are just like, Dude, what's the side effects? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you can't say that. Yeah, right, right. What do you not trust the science? Yeah. Why, why do you hate vaccines? Working. Scientists have worked on yeah. this. And are you saying you're smarter than Dude, yeah. I'm just saying. Right. What's the side what's effects? What's the side effects? Yeah. What are there long-term effects? Because the scientists couldn't possibly fucking yeah. know there's long-term because we haven't had long-term right. testing to test this. Yeah. And well, and again, you know, this is something that is worldwide. You know, this isn't just America that's dealing with this. This is a worldwide psychosis that right. that each nation has been following the playbook that each the the media outlets the the politicians the the celebrities have all been pushing it even mm. fucking rage against the machine you know and and people are latched onto it and focused on it and that's it that's it right so last video clip isn't from that that was all that i had from the podcast okay. go listen to that podcast episode yeah. if you want to hear more this was another statement he gave and this one blows my mind that he's not dead yet. So let me, this is from 
I think he posted this on his website at one point, but this is from WSAU.com. Um, let me pull this one up and then we'll talk after. We'll, we'll watch a couple of minutes. It's four and a half minutes. I'll post links to this. I don't think I'll get through the whole video, but some of the stuff he says is really damning in this. My name is Robert Malone. I'm a physician and a scientist, but more importantly, I'm a father and a grandfather. I don't usually read from a prepared speech, but this is so important that I wanted to make sure that I got every single word and fact, scientific fact, correct. I stand by this statement with a career dedicated to vaccine research and development. I'm vaccinated for COVID and I'm generally pro-vaccination. I've devoted my entire career to developing safe and effective ways to prevent and treat infectious diseases. After this, I'll be posting the text of this statement so that you can share it with your friends and family. Here's the thing. Before you inject your child, a decision that is irreversible, I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine which is based on the RNA vaccine technology I created. There are three main issues that parents need to understand before they take this irrevocable decision. The first is that a viral gene will be injected into your parents' cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. These organs include their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, including blood clots, their reproductive system, and most importantly, this vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to their immune system. The most alarming point about this is that once these damages have occurred, they are irreparable. They cannot be reversed. That's all I'm going to play on that because we're probably already going to get kicked off for playing that. Yeah. That's some pretty damning stuff. That's very damning. And that's not just like a Q guy. That's not like a yeah. Robert Kennedy Jr. guy just posting shit. This is a guy that studied this stuff. Yeah. yeah. If anybody has the science, it's this guy because he's mm -hmm. spent his entire life and career yeah. studying the stuff. For, so for him to come out and be like, Look, this could potentially happen in your children. Yeah. And he even said, I'm vaccinated right. in that. He's like, I'm yeah. vaccinated, but don't give this to your kids because yeah. of these irreversible possible scarring in your heart yeah. tissue, scarring in your brain tissue, blood clots, all the all the stuff that they've been saying, oh, it's because of climate change or mm -hmm. because of the cold weather or right. because, you know, all this random stuff yeah. that they're trying to throw out as excuses for these perfectly normally healthy yeah. individuals just falling over of a stroke or a yeah. heart attack or and, and that scares the shit out of me i mean right? because i i found out my my 10 year old niece has been vaccinated okay and my sister wants to get her three-year-old son vaccinated as quickly as possible mm -hmm. i mean that's just like that just scares me yeah i mean to think that they're going to do this thinking that they're helping their kids and they just end up damaging them for life so that's an example of one guy one person that's putting his life and career on the line to shed light to some of this stuff to yeah. expose, not even, not even say, Hey, 
vaccines are bad. I'm anti-vax. To say, can we look at the side effects of this? Can right. we can we at least at have least, some transparency in this? At least tell people what they're putting in their body. So then they can have some kind of yeah, consent, right? Some informed consent in all of this. Yeah. If they know the facts, then they can. Yeah. Then it's on them to decide right, whether right. or not they want to. If they're right, right. like Benefits intelligent are, people should. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's like a two percent chance that this happens, or a less than one percent right. chance that this happens. I don't know. He yeah. didn't specify the percentage, but that was enough for us to lose our fucking minds over COVID. So, right. shouldn't we have that information about the side effects of this so we can decide whether or not we want to lose our minds Absolutely. or not right. on this? Absolutely. Shouldn't we be able to make that choice? I, I I get that they don't think we're smart enough to make these kinds of decisions on our own, but shouldn't we have that freedom to be able to to see what the potential is, see the actual the raw data, the numbers, the figures of hey, I mean it's a small chance, right? Very small chance, but it's a chance. I mean they they put all the warning labels on the fucking all the other pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Every pharmaceutical commercial you see. Three quarters of it is them rattling off in right, right, like yeah. May, auctioneer yeah, mode right. <laughs> uh, all the possible yeah. side effects. May create liver failure. And May potentially death. Urinal, yeah. Make your life better with uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but for some reason this is the one where they're like, uh, oh, you can't talk about that because that's yeah. deadly misinformation. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's if, more important that people get this vaccine than have that point zero three percent chance of death with the COVID. Yes. Somebody said, my mom actually said, can you post a link to that video? I will post a link to that in the show notes when I release this as an actual uh, podcast. I will post a link to it on our um, Facebook forum and Twitter accounts. Hopefully, we'll probably get deplatformed for it. I'll post in the show notes specifically. So, otherwise, I will text it directly to you, mom, because I have your phone number on <laughs> speed dial. So That's convenient. Yes, it is. So, yes, I, I will give you a link to that video because, I mean, that's pretty pretty crazy shit yeah yeah that is, is that is stuff that people should know yeah even if it's a minor 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 chance yeah people should know that absolutely and you can be like well there's 99.9 percent .9 chance that nothing's going to happen but there's a 0.1 percent chance that your kid might develop an aneurysm yeah right or not be able to have children of their own well that that should be something that right they tell us we should be the ones making those decisions, not right. them making it for us. Being right. like, well, uh, the benefits outweigh the yeah. risks, so we're not, just not going to tell them. Really kill grandma, right? So, <clears throat> this next article is the last article I'm going going to read. I think, pretty sure, yeah, last article. This is a completely separate guy. This guy isn't even necessarily attributing any of this to COVID, to vaccines, anything like this. But this is crazy shit, and. Hmm. Is this the one you wouldn't tell me about? This is the one I want to tell you about. Okay. This is just, this isn't a scientist. This isn't a doctor. This is a life insurance CEO. Mm. Interesting. Life insurance CEO out of Indiana says that deaths among people age 18 to 64 are up 40% in the last year. Wow. That's insane. 40% higher. And that has nothing to do with COVID. Hmm. That's not COVID deaths. And it's not like old people that like people are like, well, uh, the boomers are getting up there in age. Uh, they're going to be dying. No, this is specifically they're focusing on the working ages because it's a life insurance. It's like they, they handle employers, life insurance policies. Okay. So these are specifically working individuals, 18 to 64 deaths are up 40%. Okay. Whether or not it's connected. I don't know. Um, I, I'm not even going to say that it's connected to vaccines, but it's got to have something to do with 
everything that's going on right now. Right. Because this is, he's even saying this, this is blowing our fucking minds. That's insane. So this is from thecentersquare.com. You can actually find this article on several different uh, news sources. I mean, CNN's not going to probably report on this, right. but um, I found several different articles about it. But it says, the head of Indianapolis-based insurance company, One America, said the death rate is up a stunning 40% from pre-pandemic levels among the working-age people. So not in the last year, but since COVID-19 kicked off. Said, we are seeing right now the highest death rates we have seen in the history of this business. Not just One America, but in the life insurance business right. like as a freaking industry whole. or a whole. Yeah, The company's CEO, Scott Davidson, said during an online news conference this week, the data is consistent across every player in that business. It's not just their company that's seeing this. This is all companies are reporting the same thing. Wow. wow. It says One America is a $100 billion insurance company that has had its headquarters in Indianapolis since 1877. The company has approximately 2,400 employees and sells life insurance, including group life insurance to employers in the state. Davidson said the increase in death represents huge, huge numbers and that it's not elderly people who are dying, but primarily working age people, 18 to 64, who are the employees of companies that have group life insurance plans through One America. Like I said, what we saw just in the third quarter, we're seeing it continue into the fourth, is that death rates are up 40% over what they were pre-pandemic. Just to give you an idea of how bad that is, a three sigma which is like the levels of catastrophic events. Okay. A three sigma is considered a one in 200 year catastrophe, uh, catastrophe. So these three sigma events, these one in 200 year catastrophes usually have an increase of 10% over pre-pandemic levels. Hmm. He said 40% is just unheard of. So this is like bigger than like, Major one in two hundred like year catastrophe, massive hurricane yeah. that wipes out a city, monster, monster catastrophe, giant earthquakes, volcano eruptions, right. shit like that. <laughs> right, yeah, says Davidson was one of several business leaders who spoke during the virtual news conference on December thirtieth that was organized by the Indiana Chamber of Commerce. Most of the claims for deaths being filed are not classified as COVID nineteen deaths. He said, hmm. "What the data is showing to us is that the deaths that are being reported as COVID deaths." greatly understate the actual death losses among working age individuals from the pandemic. It may not all be COVID on their death certificate, but deaths are up just huge numbers. He said at the same time, the company is seeing an uptick in disability claims, saying at first it was short-term disability claims, and now the increase is in long-term. For One America, we expect the cost of this are going to be well over $100 million, and this is our smallest business. So it's having a huge impact on that. He said the cost will be passed on to employers purchasing group life insurance policies who will have to pay higher premiums. The CDC weekly death count, which reflect the information on death certificates and have a lag of up to eight weeks or longer, show that for the week ending November 6, there were far fewer deaths from COVID in Indiana compared to a year ago. 195 deaths versus 336 the year before. COVID deaths. So... COVID deaths are down down about 50%, right? or like two-thirds of what they were a year ago. But more deaths from other causes are 1,350 versus 1,319. Hmm. 
says these deaths were for people of all ages. However, the information referenced by Davidson was for work working age people who are employees of business. Again, not people you generally think right. to die more. Yeah. Says the same news conference where D Davidson spoke, the president of the Indiana Hospital Association said hospitals across the state are being flooded with patients with many different conditions, saying, unfortunately, the average uh, Hoosier's death or Indiana death or Indiana health has declined during the pandemic. Hmm. It goes on to give a bunch of numbers. It says the majority of ICU beds, it says 8.9% of ICU beds are available. So the hospitals are flooded, right. but the majority of the beds are not taken up by COVID-19 patients. Only 37% are while 54% of the ICU beds are being occupied by people with other illnesses or conditions. The state's online dashboard shows the moving average of daily deaths from COVID-19 is less than half of what it was a year ago. At the pandemic's peak a year ago, 125 people died on one day, on December 29th of 2020. In the last three months, the highest number of deaths in one day was 58, so less than half of what it was a year ago. But deaths are up 40% in right. the second and third, or the third and fourth quarter of this last year okay. from what they were pre-pandemic. That's crazy. And he has no explanation for this. It's very different, various health concerns. Again, I'm not even going to say go as far as to say, hey, the vaccines are causing it. Right. I do think I would chalk it up to suicides. Mm -hmm. I would chalk it up to um, overdose overdoses, uh, people living sedentary lifestyles where they're right. they're not moving, they're eating more. Right. You know how many people oh. talked about the the COVID weight they put right. on, you know, yeah. sitting around in their house, yeah, uh, sitting around in a freaking germ infestation in their right. house, not getting out in the fresh air, not yeah. getting their vitamins and shit like well, that. And what about people that say, you know, because their their immune system is not getting, you know, built up because yeah. they're wearing masks that are bacteria laden. They're, they're probably not, susceptible to. Right. They're not getting out, getting their vitamin D, you know, to build right. up their immune systems. They're, they're, they're staying inside locked down away from any other viruses or bacteria and their bodies just can't cope with what's right. hit them now. So it's, it's not even like the medical experts or the conspiracy theorists that are yeah. shedding some light on what's actually going on right now. It's insurance people that are like, there's something crazy is going on in right. uh, most of the people will be like, well, duh, we're in a pandemic. Obviously people right. are, but this is not COVID the stats related. are COVID deaths are down. COVID yeah. hospitalizations are down. All the other deaths are up significantly from pre-pandemic levels. And there is obviously some kind of connection right. with, with the way the policies are being handled, whether right. that's the vaccine policies or the uh, the lockdown policies or the isolation policies. Right. I, I think it's just overall affecting kind us. Kind of like a perfect storm of whatever. Yeah. It's just um, overall affecting our mental health, our physical right. health Absolutely. in ways. I mean, they're they're doing all this to help save us, our, right. our physical health, but they're killing us. Well, and, but we've seen that. I mean, the last two years, how many people that you've talked to are like, wow, this is the worst year ever. Yeah. Or, this is the worst Christmas ever. Or right. this is the worst Thanksgiving ever. I mean, and so the mass like mental drain yeah. on the whole country is the mental not, health affects your physical well-being. Right, absolutely. Even if it's not uh, suicide. So, it's... so would you say that there's a good possibility that the worker shortage is due to the fact that 40% of the population is it's dying off? Right. <laughs> it's not 40% of the population, but 40% higher. The working, right. It's well, like 40%. Yeah. So if there was like 
a million deaths this year. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then there was like 1.4 right. million deaths total during right. the pandemic. Right. So, so a 40% increase in deaths, in deaths from last year, from, la from pre pandemic. So from two right. years ago. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So this last two quarters has 40% higher than what it was this time, 2019. Okay. I guess you could say. Gotcha. So all this stuff is coming to light, I guess, which, so we, we got the negatives that we come into this. It's just like, well, uh, they're blocking us more. They're censoring people like the Marjorie Taylor Greens. They're censoring the Robert Malone's. I'm surprised this nobody insurance guy hasn't been, been censored yeah. because that I'm alone sure would raise questions like a red flag. Like people start to ask, what, what the hell is going on around yeah. here? But then we also have more people that are taking the risk on themselves to say this shit's going on. Yeah. And yes, it might only get to so many ears because before it gets cut off, but it gets to ears. Yeah. And then people like us spread that shit around. How did you find this article? I don't remember. Okay. Just looking. Huh. I, I think it popped up originally on like Zero Hedge and then I uh just dug into it. I dug into it and found other articles on it. It's not on your mainstream sources, yeah, but it's it, it's out there. So stuff like this that needs to go viral is is the stuff that's being censored. Yeah. But they, I mean, they can't shut us all up. That's right. why we have our motto of never stop talking because they can't shut us all up yeah. if we don't let them shut us all up. So we have all this stuff coming to light, but it, do you think it's too late though at this point? Do you think because of this like hypnotic state people are in, do you think it's there's even a glimpse of hope when every when the majority of the people are so stuck in this? I... I, I think there is a possibility because I've seen a lot of people coming out of it. Yeah. But I, I still think a good chunk of the population, depending on where they live, is still all in. Yeah. I mean, you see a lot of people, you know, you see this mass migration from states like California, Illinois, New York, mm -hmm. moving to states that are less, you know, um, restrictive. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I do think that there are people coming out of it. I just think it's very slow. Do you and, think... Do you think there'll be a hard do you think the powers are gonna double down when yes. when more stuff yes. like this comes out? You yes. think they're gonna crack down harder? I, I, I think that they will let their minions do it. They'll let me social media, they'll let the the news people crack down. I you know, uh, like I said, I've never seen anything like it when when my dad had local news on. I mean, just the way they were going through the numbers, like a roll call. Yeah. And I mean, it was just like if you sit and watch that every day. Yeah, you're gonna think there, there's no, it's all doom and gloom. Yeah, and, and you're gonna be like, what? No, hell no, I'm not going out there. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like shut that shit off. Yeah, find another source of talk to people. Yeah, I've I've heard rumors. I don't know how true this is, but rumors that Australia has their they're known for their more strict lockdowns there. Yeah. But I had heard another podcaster say that it's basically to the point where they're not necessarily locking down for COVID, but they're locking. It's like a misinformation lockdown. Like they don't want people to spread misinformation. They don't even so, want people talking. Yeah. So they keep them locked down longer to keep, I prevent the spread. Of, I, I don't know how true that yeah. is. If you're from Australia, please hit us up and yeah, let definitely. us know if, if that, if that's pretty legit. Cause I couldn't find anything on Google. Obviously yeah. they're not going to talk about right. that shit on yeah. Google. But um, I did hear it through other sources hmm. that that's basically what's going on there. And I could see that being more and more common here. Yeah. It's just like, well, we don't need to fight this 
pandemic of COVID, what we're really fighting is the pandemic of misinformation. So we got to lock down harder. We got to, as CNN said, we got to shut them down, shut them up completely. And then that, you know, that prevent, that's like basically quarantining them yeah. from the rest of society, mm-hmm. like just deplatform them all, all together. So they don't spread this disease of misinformation. Yeah. I, I would like to think that people wake up but i mean like i said i've just seen too many people that are just all in I yeah mean, and just it's it's like very, a cult it's very promising to see more and more people exposing the stuff though yeah. more and more people not giving so much of a shit about right. get, like just the fact that we're even talking about this yeah like a year ago we dance around it more yeah. and this i'm just like you know we got to talk about this stuff because mm-hmm. It needs spread around. Yeah. Maybe we'll get deplatformed. We're we are going to keep doing this some way, shape, or form. So, yeah. If nothing else, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, there's links in the show notes to our newsletter. So if we do get deplatformed from YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or wherever, you can still find get information from us. Yeah, we'll find a way. We'll find a way, and we'll email, send out a newsletter telling you how to hear more from us. Um, but more people need to take that risk on themselves because the mainstream media is not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Even like websites that used to be like against this kind of push, like the drudge report. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that exposed the Monica Lewinsky scandal. They're they're always like been kind of against the structure against uh, the grain. I don't know if Matt drudge sold the drudge report or what, but man died. Matt drudge. He died. Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. I don't think he died, but anyway, one way my phone's dead, so I can't. No, so we're right. just gonna assume he died. Um, no, one no, way or we, another, we my, answers, I mean, they so. are. If you look on the Drudge Report, it's just all like get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Shit, now it's yeah. just like everybody's just falling into in line with this shit. Yeah. But I we we gotta stay positive, absolutely, because as more people expose some of this shit. Like I said, the powers are going to double down. What do we have coming up? We talked about the midterms. <laughs> we know that's coming up. Yeah. What else? What's coming up in three days? Oh, January 6th. The anniversary of January 6th. Yeah. All right. He's still alive. My bad. I, I thought so. I was pretty sure. January 6th anniversary is coming up. The January 6th commission conveniently happens to be wrapping up right about now. And they're like, oh, there's going to be some damning stuff here. And then we got articles like the New York Times. I'm not even going to read this, but this this headline says every day is January 6th now. Beautiful. So you see how yeah. you see kind of the way they're going to direct things yeah. soon. Oh, oh, I'd seen someone post on Facebook an article uh, uh, going after Ashley Babbitt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just saying like people she's not say a martyr. She, yeah. People yeah, say she's a martyr, that. but. But here's her secret life she's been hiding. What 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 was it? What was her? Did you I read didn't, it? I didn't. I, didn't. I, I saw the headline. I was like, Ashley Babbitt was not a martyr. And I, um, for some reason, my mind went to Lorena Bobbitt when I saw <laughs> Ashley Babbitt. I was like, who well, no thought, shit. It's like, who thought Lorena <laughs> Bobbitt was a martyr? You don't know who that was. She's the lady from the 90s whose husband was abusing her. So she decided to hack off his dick and throw it out the window. Beautiful. The more you know. <laughs> Sleep well tonight, guys. <laughs> right. Don't beat your wife because <laughs> yeah. the ghost of Ashley Babb or Ashley Babb. 
Lorena Bobbitt. God, now I'm mixing them up hardcore. Yeah. So do you think this January 6th thing's going to spark more like insurrectionist type talk more like uh i'm uh, sure it will. what's it what did we call it the the terrorist the domestic terrorism talk and shit like that you think it's going to raise more uh censorship like january 6th itself did you think we're going to see another wave of that yeah i i think so yeah do you I, think there's going to be maybe a false be a flag or or an event that happens on the anniversary no, leading I, up to it. I don't think there will be, but I think they'll they'll talk about it a lot leading up to it and try yeah. to build up fear. Oh yeah, saying something's going to happen and then something won't happen, and then they'll be like, I don't know, they'll play it off somehow and be like, you know, we need to stay vigilant or or because of the the place uh, measures put in place by social media, it didn't happen. So yeah. something like that. I I feel like they're pulling every play out of their book to to shift in it or like can maintain control of the narrative i guess yeah. because um one of the headlines i saw speaking of midterms coming up it was according to usa today that the democrats 2022 agenda is to pass the 2021 agenda <laughs> so you know they're going to come out full swing yeah. with some of that uh the social spending plans yeah. because they don't want to push it at the last minute because they right. can't take that chance so they got to yeah. put shove that through our faces yeah here early that's going to be at the well, top they're of the already docket. trying to say hey if you like that money coming through but through the irs we need to pass this yeah. so that you can keep getting that money and vote for us in november so you can keep, keep yeah keep keep getting right. money so they're trying to buy your vote yeah that's all that is so makes me think that they're scrambling mm -hmm. they're on the defense yeah in my opinion well and it's the west virginia guy that threw them all off that uh, senator mansion oh yeah yeah when he's so, just like i ain't voting for that shit. yeah right yeah so they're they're going to do whatever they can to maintain mm -hmm. whatever they can. It, it's kind of like, and I don't want to keep going back to Nazi Germany, right? but it kind of reminds me of like Nazi Germany. They knew they were going to lose the war in 1943. Yeah. But they stretched that out till 1945 because Hitler himself wasn't willing to admit defeat. He yeah. wasn't willing to give up. He, he drugged the whole country down with mm -hmm. him into shambles because yeah. he wasn't he he was basically drug out kicking and screaming yeah. how they they said donald trump was which yeah. donald trump pretty much did that that's these people in power when things aren't going their way mm -hmm. they go on the defense they they yeah. tighten things up more and that that's my one concern is that things are going to yeah. get tighter as as they see since their seams are unraveling, they're going to start grasping yeah. at everything they can. That's why well, I brought up this January 6th thing, because yeah. that's going to be a big topic it coming is. up. It they're is. going to throw that in our faces. They're going to throw this whole freaking agenda, yeah. like social spending in our faces, just to maintain some kind of stability yeah. here and maintain the control right. that they have to have. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that they would, they would just assume see the country... Sorry, I heard a vibration. Oh, I hit oh, my okay. spring right here. Um, but they would just soon see the country go down in flames, mm -hmm. like they did with Trump. Yeah. Right? Then see, then give up that power that they right. currently have. So predictions coming up for the year 2022. I know you you said at the beginning. I'm optimistic. You, you're optimistic of it. Yeah. Do you see the, the people that are kind of shedding light into all this? Do yeah. you think? more and more of that's going to happen do you think more and more clamping down is going to happen probably both i, I, I was gonna say I, I think there's gonna be more clamping down but i think the information's still gonna get out there 
Do you think it's going to be the, to the point where, hey, we start shifting back towards normalcy, or do you think it's just going to be by the end of 2022, there's just going to be more of a glimpse of what we want by the end? Yeah, I, I think there will be more of a glimpse. You don't think it's going to be like, hey, we're going to throw the shit out the window? No, I don't think so. Or or Donald Trump's going to come back and save the world? <laughs> Take his <laughs> Ride a white place. horse through the clouds? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. But I, I think that by the end of 2022, yeah, there will be there will be a glimpse of of hope. Yes. So I, I don't think that we will get where we wanted to by the end of the year. The positive note that I want to we we rarely end on a positive note. It is very rare. The positive note is that people are standing up. I said this several yeah. times. People are risking their lives standing up. That's the contagion that we need yes. in this country, not the pandemic, not the uh, um, the fear porn. We need this pandemic of people like actually exposing bullshit yeah. for bullshit. We need people to step up, especially like the, the more prominent people with the bigger voices. Mm -hmm. We need the smaller voices as much. We need the because yeah. there's millions and millions of small. We need every one of them. But if we can get ones and twos of these yeah. more prominent, these bigger, more uh, with more reach, they yeah. can pull in more of those smaller yeah. voices than than somebody like us could. Right. Like ours is going to be like playing a game of telephone right. around with people. Yeah. If we get some of these people with like millions of followers to stand up and be like, look, I, I know I'm taking a risk here, yeah. but this has to be, somebody's got to say this. And yeah. then just even if they get deplatformed de a minute later, yeah, they just reached a million they, people yeah, right. on they the spot out there and people scream. It's amazing how fast people can screenshot shit oh, these yeah. days. They would be like, yeah, within 30 seconds it got deleted. But don't worry. All these people got screenshots of the right. conversation yeah. and that shit gets shared. I mean, technology is amazing. It is. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some benefit to the technology we have yeah. to these, these days because information like this would not be out. No. You want to be a pre-internet days. Yeah. You're, you're dealing with just the mainstream mm -hmm. or you got tabloids on yeah. the, the – <laughs> The ends of the freaking shelves at the grocery store, right? right? Yeah, I mean that yeah. that was your information. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this um this this doctor uh what's his name uh, Robert Malone Malone would be next to Bat Boy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes. We got to get out of here. That is all the time we have. We want 2022 to go positive. Absolutely. I'm going to say that it's going to be positive. It we is. don't want to be people known for just doom and gloom, as some people claim that we are. We just, I mean, we Who just claims that. There, there, there's people out there that said, "Hey, you guys are too uh, negative, Nancys." For I, I don't think we're negative. I think we're just we laugh all the time. Yeah, we literally <laughs> laugh through everything. We just we say what is going on. Exactly. It's not our fault. It sucks. Positive <laughs> prediction, though. We're going yes. with positive. Twenty twenty two is going to rock. We're gonna get to this time next year and be like, guys, that was awesome. Yeah. And we give. Can you believe we survived that shit a couple years ago? <laughs> yeah. We're going to forget about all that bullshit Absolutely. because 2022 is going to be that good. Yes. Share the shit all over the place because, again, that is the only way that anything positive can happen is by you using your damn voices yes. and sharing this shit, sharing all the information we told you, um, the articles we posted. Don't be afraid of getting deplatformed because yeah. there's always a way to get the information Absolutely. out there. Stop being a slave to the freaking social media platforms. Exactly. Rage against the machine for real. For reals. <laughs> we got to come up with another. We do. We need a better cliche one. term yes. because that's just been. I know they fucked it up. Yep. 
Have a great rest of your week. We'll, we will be back here for the very first weekend wrap-up edition yes. that we've had in like three weeks. Yes. First one of 2022. So we're going to get to cover everything that's happened this week. Perfect. Otherwise, we'll be back live this time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, next Monday, every Monday night. Don't miss it. Invite your friends. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zelinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.